to get us underway here on uh, girlsplayfooty.com, Dan Hill. Well, I might not be here after quarter time, Pete, because I'll be running the boundary. Ball up and down in the centre of the ground, and there's a bit of mud out there today, Pete, and it just went straight in there, straight into the glue. It's only about a metre by a metre, but there's plenty of glue in there. Ernst in the ruck, couldn't win the tap. Taking it away was Casey, but uh, the footy only travels as as far as Dylan, who takes the mark for Diamond Creek, kicks it out wide. Back to Dylan, pushing the back, says the umpire. And free kick to the creek is on the outer side. And Kennedy with the pill now gets on the right boot, goes out towards the half forward flank position, went over the head there of a few. Catsmith couldn't quite get onto it. Big tackle laid on, hanging in there, trying to get a hand pass out. The umpire said all wrapped up. Will call for a ball up. And we'll have that right on centre half forward for the Creekers. Going to the right of your radio dial, southern end. Ball up in the air. Carney brought the ball to ground, hovering towards the half forward flank in front of the scoreboard. Lawrence again gets all wrapped up, ball going nowhere. Now eventually did pop out. Hayes turns around, got on the right, went towards the half forward flank position foot race on, how will the ball sit it turns out perfectly for Smith who kicked it round the corner, Hutchins had it momentarily dropped it, has to go back in and get it again Sibonella coming over the top all locked in there, the umpire still allowing play to go on, Hutchins keeps fighting, tries to get the hand pass up, picked off by a creaker but a good tackle laid in there by Murrowwood doesn't see it go too far, ball gets out to Chochi, Chochi gets dumped and the umpire says free kick because she got rid of it and then got dealt with afterwards. And Steph Chochi will be lining up for her first shot on goal, literally a minute and a half in from about 30 to 35 metres out. Yeah, Chochi, that was just too smart. She sensed the danger. She sensed that the, that the Devils thought they were under pressure and actually didn't even take possession of that foot. He just paddled it along in front and got the free. Steph Chochi lines up 35 metres out from goal and kicks true. That's the first one on the scoreboard. Two minutes into the first term here on girlsplayfooty.com. And thank the Rising Sun Hotel, Swan Street Richmond, sponsors of the Devils. It is the Creekers, one straight six. The Devils yet to score. Well, they're not going to be trooping into the Rising Sun uh, later tonight at the moment, the Devils, because that was really disappointing. The ball hit the deck. Hutchins couldn't release. She released inside and uh, and really had to turn herself back towards the boundary. If you give away the holding the footy, bad luck. But she released inside. There were no runners for her and it, it results in a goal and and a dangerous opportunity for the Creekers, and they get their first on the board as the ball is back in the centre of the ground, and it's thrown up again, and winning the tap was Ernst. No real leap on the Ruck women today in the, the heavy going in the centre. Casey out of the middle, got it on the right peg, but it's marked by the Creekers' defence. And I think that might be Lawless back there taking the mark for the Creekers. And goes for the switch, managing to spot up Rosali now has it on half-back flank. Has She's to go quickly. Take it in front of Trend and gets on the right boot along the broadcast Quirker. wing. Foot race on here between Koiker and Hutchins. Hutchins picks it off, went right, went left, turned her inside out, got on the boot, had to be good with the kick and was pinpoint perfect. And managing to find Hannah Scott. Scott still on half-back flank. On the club room side of the ground. Goes long and high over the head of Chochi. Trent got a fist in there. Ball hit the deck. Trying to weave through traffic there was the uh, player in Snart. Kicks into no man's land here. Foot race on. Haynes tried to lay a tackle. Heel goes to ground. Tries to get the hand pass out. Teammate there and Ashley for support. Kicks it high in the air. A mark that was bounced off the chest but picked off by Moorcroft, who of course will be playing for Melbourne next week. Kicks it out towards the wing position. Foot race on. Trying to get out there in the nick of time. Seeking to try and uh, create a contest. Ball was scooped out. But the hurry kick away by Casey. So Casey gets it up beyond the wing, but it's all creakers yet again as they look to reload towards centre half forward. Ball comes to the back of the pack. Murrowwood's back there for the Devils, just paddling it along. Oh, tackled by Bernardi. 
Going back to help out Hutchins and also Scott. Scott gets on the right peg, kicks outside her defensive 50. The ball travels over the back and over towards the boundary line and out of play. Have a throw in centre wing. We've played four minutes in the first term on girlsplayfooty.com radio and Peter holding your spot on. The creek is looking good early. Ball back into play. Out the back door, Williams has to jump for it. Slap the ball forward to try and gain some momentum. Trent went in with her, and Trent picked up the ball the best. She got the hand pass over the top, ducking and a weaving. Trying to get around through Must traffic there is Muller, who delivers up towards the half-forward flank position. Had to stop and prop, gave the hand pass off. Trent coming through traffic, getting a lot of the ball early. Trent, she kicks it long and high. The kick is disappointing, and Lawless parked herself underneath it and took an easy mark. I'm not sure if Lawless or Tom McDonald. She's marking everything. The switch, oh, no. The switch is a poor one, but Moorcroft regathered her feet at the right time and then got knocked over by Perkins. Two worlds collided there. Good tackle laid on. Trend the handball to Perkins. She's 20 out. Doesn't miss from there, does she? Oh, extraordinary. You would absolutely back it with your life from there every day of the week, but she just missed the way to the right, the one behind. If you were playing a game of poker, you would have been saying all in and backing Perkins from there. Oh, oh dear. It's not a good start, as you said, Pete. Maybe the... Maybe that barrier just presented itself right there after not kicking a goal last week. They're still goalless in, well, you might as well put it down to 105 minutes of football now. And the kick back in the play is long. Ernst trying to get the slap down. There was Williams coming through at centre-half back. Got it across the lines. It went to ground. He kicked it further afield towards centre-half forward. Koiker over it. Had plenty of support there, though. Ball picked up. Ball just being bumped off, if you don't mind, is Coburn, who had to try and go back in again. Trent was looking on, trying to bustle the way through Muller. The umpire says, and that will be a free kick going the way of the Creekers Good and umpiring. ending it up with it is Millie Barden who gave it across to Loins who got on the right got shoved over by Marwood getting the oh. the forward line oh crunch tackle there's a big uh, bump lane on the forward line Chochi picks up another Chochi looking for number two has she squeezed it in she hasn't it's a minor score and Diamond Creek moved to 1-1-7 the Eastern Devils one behind six minutes gone first term all thanks to the rising Sun Hotel Swan Street Richmond oh Chochi she just rushed that one a bit she went for the right handed drop onto the left foot in the end the Dale White style missed away to the left Meg Hutchins back pocket goes long and wide looking for trend ball hits the bottom of the pack and Coburn comes in and also trying to help out his heel and is she going to get pinned here? No, umpire took a very long time, as they did last week, Pete, and also two weeks ago, really letting it play uh, when the ball is on the deck. So obviously a directive from these umpires to try and let the game flow. Ernst unopposed in the ruck, only as far as Scott for the Devils. Around the corner, up to the wing, and the boundary line should beat all comers and does as Lawless came up to meet it and was uh, was bundled over the boundary line now to play by Casey. So we'll have a throw in right in front of our commentary position and the on pre- girlsplayfooty.com and radio. The, and the president of the Eastern Devils, Joe Watton, doing the boundary work. Oh, <laughs> ball, ball is thrown back into play. Shocking as well. Straight to Donna Creek. Thank you very much. Get it together, Thank please. Saxton. Saxton delivers towards the centre half forward position. Came off hands, trying to slap it forward as snart. She had to try and go back in again before getting barreled over. Got it across to Trend, waiting off the side. Trend goes with a hand pass over the top. Under pressure to Lambert. Lambert got on the right. Through McNamara up towards centre half forward went through a sea of hands and it's just clean up work here from the creek as they go straight back towards centre half forward. Quicker tried to crash the pack did so successfully. Got on the right boot but guess who's waiting up the back? The ever reliable Meg Hutchins burns off an opponent then gets on the right heading out towards the wing over the head of a few. She had Trend on and Muller missed them both and the ball was escorted over the boundary line and out of bounds by Lauren Brazali. Yeah, she'll be disappointed with that kick there Hutchins. She had three on one and 
Just tried to pinpoint it as it's tossed back in again by the Prez. Joe Watton again to the Creekers. She really needs to rectify that quickly. Ball snapped around the corner, up towards the wing. Casey couldn't take the mark. Trend the crumb. Well, they want to get in each other's way here is coming through to help out. There was Foster, Jess Foster. Now she gets on the right up towards half forward, screwing footy. And as we can see, Pete, the plus one. Good work from Dan Hill in the pregame. Lawless is back there. Oh. She's sat on and then crushed again. The umpire says, oh, well. I'll have to bounce it at left half forward. Devils in attack. Good, exciting game of footy early here on girlsplayfooty.com and our match of the day between the Creekers and the Devils. Ball up in the air again. Carney wins the tap. Ball on the deck. Hurried little hand pass out. Waiting there for Muller. Had to try and get it going. Got it backwards to Murrowood. Murrowood had to try and get it across to Hannah Scott. Scott unloaded. Looking for Perkins just over the head. Had too much purchase on it. Darcy waiting out the back door. She's got it. Gets it across to Perkins. Calls for the 1-2. Boundary umpire's on the spot though and says that you've stepped out and I'll have a throw in 30 metres around for the right-hand point post so it looks like we've got two sitting back in the wall here it's Muller and and also Casey back there in fact it's Scott and they'll come into the play here as good little handball from Darcy gets it to Scott who's on the paint kicks to the pocket screwing footy the fist from Moorcroft only as far as Perkins she's 30 from home Aaron handball put her teammate under the pump the Creekers come up with it but they can't clear with any decisive handball and the ball again bundled over the line now to play right half forward so the Creekers they, they did all the good work there but just panicked on the release and we'll have a throw in 35 around from attacking goal for the Devils. Ernst versus Perkins that's a different matchup as Perkins gets the slap and uh, got it only as far as Seacom who got caught straight away picked off by Perkins though who kicked it towards the hot spot good mark taken on the last line of defence though for the Creekers no. and oh trend is coming but just holding her ground there Lauren Brazali's now got it gets away gets on the right her kick's got to be good taken off by Lambert Lambert's trying to pick it up. She went to ground. Coming over the top of her was Saxton. Hand pass over the top to Trent. He's going to get leather poisoning if she keeps this up. Going across to Murrowood. Murrowood got it across there to Casey, who delivered long and towards the forward line. Darcy coming afterwards. McNamara there as well. Got to put on the afterburners. Got rid of one. 50 metres out from goal. Going in the Perkins direction. Went over her head, though. At the back. Haynes is there to clean up. She went right. She went left. And then she went with a long clearing kick. Yeah, and it was very wide. Oh. Scott almost took the mark. In fact, it was McNamara. Umpire paid it. And McNamara's 50 out or 45 out, you'd have to say. Played on quickly. Got it to Scott with a big leg. She runs to 50 and misses away to the right. Just the one behind. So the Devils, they uh, move to two behinds, two points. Trailing the Creekers, 1-1-7. Five-point lead to the Creekers. And, of course, that's all thanks to the Rising Sun Hotel. Swan Street, Richmond. The sponsor of the Eastern Devils. Here on girlsplayfooty.com, their match of the round. Oh, it's a big kick. It's a big kick indeed. And Trent gets outmarked on that occasion by Brazali. And Lauren Brazali now with it, just looking further afield, gets on the right, sticks towards the club room side of the ground, picked off by Murrowood though, who ran into the hole and took the easy mark. She's a good player, Murrowood. She's been she's been huge this year so far. Gets on the right boot in the direction of and taking a juggling mark there, Chachi, and she's at half back flight. Switches on here. She's looking for it. She's calling for it, 
and it was next to go down the line instead. So towards half forward flank, had to be good. Hit a player on the sh- on the noggin there, and Cat Smith. Pushing she got bowled over in the process, and uh, very lucky because she originally got falconed by the footy, and, and should have got 25 for the way the ball was thrown back. Umpire not interested. Cat Smith now gets on the right, goes towards the top of the square over the head of Chaos ball. Went out the pack. Has it going to bounce around? Sebadello and charging through. Used the big frame and missed by the look of it. You're kidding. Must from have been touched off the boot. Had to be from that far out. Or she missed right. How? I'm not too sure, but... She had a flea hanging off her at the back there. <laughs> yeah. Someone had a bit of a jump of it. It wasn't stopping her progress. One, two, eight, leading two behinds. 12 minutes gone first term. Creekers in front. Incredible misses early yeah. in this game. Ball out wide for the Creekers to the outer wing. Now it's bundled back inside the attacking 50 for... The for Diamond Creek, and the ball comes towards Sibinella, who leads out and takes a nice grab. She'd be 20 out for 45-degree angle over there. Only narrowish pockets on the outer side of the ground here at Mulgrave Reserve. And Sibinella, wasting no time, doesn't have to worry about the 30-second shot clock, and shanks it near side, just the one behind. That was one of her worst efforts. <laughs> it's been one of those games so far. Who can take advantage of their chances? Diamond Creek, one three nine, leading the Eastern Devils. Two behinds, two points. It's a seven-point lead to the Creekers, and the big zone has been put on for the kick-in, Pete. Hutchins was looking towards the scoreboard side. Now comes towards the clubroom side of the ground with a long, booming kick in the Carney direction. Yeah, got the fist the in woman. there. That's what you are got to do. <laughs> Heading in the direction of Snart. Snart Trent. got it over the top, though. Having to spin around there is Trent. Got on the right boot. Mm. Went out towards... Oh, jeez. Between centre wing and now half-back play because the mark's been taken and intercepted beautifully by Charlotte Dillon. Dillon is about 70 metres out from home. Looks to come in board towards centre half forward. Headed in the Chochi direction but Chochi did the blocking and it allowed Gretsch to come by and take a mark. Gretsch gets on the right. Heads it into no man's land in the forward pocket. Went over the head of Koika. Sipanella at the back. Gave a little tap on there and the ball might just dribble through for a point. And it moves the score to 1-4-10 for Diamond Creek. The Eastern Devils two behind. No side kicking a goal with any authority at this early stage. Yes, both sides very wasteful with their chances as the Eastern Devils will try and navigate the 14-woman zone here that the Creekers have put on. And they go wide to the outer side yet again in search of the Ruck woman in Carney who slapped it over the back. Only as far as Gretsch who's quite good around her ankles and cop one high for her troubles. She'll have the free. Left half forward for the Creekers who are still in attack. They lead by eight points. She loads it up. Kicks to the hot spot. And Unable to take the mark. Bernardi at the back. Murrowood's in there to lay the tackle. Koiker runs goal side and couldn't come up with it. Ball dribbles towards the line out of play. Helped over by McNamara for the Devils. Throw in left, uh, left forward pocket, I should say. 25 around. We've played 15 minutes in the first term. Gee, Peter, a goal here for the Creekers would be huge. Ball thrown back into play. Sebanella does the ruck work. Carney at the back. Murrow was there. Got knocked out of her hands. How without a Lloyd? I said, play on. Let play it go acting. on. And there's Simulation. the kick towards the halfback line position. Went over the head. Ainge was out the back. Couldn't quite get onto it. Ball being slapped forward. Umpire still allowing it to go on. Lloyd's going in there as well. Ainge up against the boundary line. Got bumped over. And so did the ball. And the umpire says, let's throw it back in. That ball will be tossed in between wing and half forward. The Creekers are still in attack. I think uh, the matchup so far is Havlin has gone to Chochi. 
which is a, absolutely a tagging roll. Ainge, the clearance, just hacked it up towards half forward where Dylan comes out and has been terrific so far. She's pursued by Jess Foster, who can't come up with her footy. It was knocked back there by Haynes, and now the numbers come to the contest as Haynes forced it clear to Gretsch. Gretsch then forced it on to Williams who got a handball away in the nick of time up towards half forward as the ball bobbles forward. Now Muller comes through with a cool head, smashes it up towards centre half forward. Bouncing footy, hot footy. Kendra Heel comes through, trying to help out. Perkins just says, well it's a bit of ice hockey here. I'll see how many I can take out. Couldn't do couldn't do enough. Clearance away for the Creekers. Up towards full forward now. Beautiful footy. End to end stuff and that should be a mark and he's paid. And It'll be 25, says the umpire. Interesting. But that'll be a certain goal to Diamond Creek. And it looks like Bernardi down there. Yep, for the 64. So Christina Bernardi, she comes out to complete the uh, Champagne Coast to Coast football plus a 25-metre penalty. And, Pete, when you're under the pump as a defender and the ball comes in that fast, it is almost impossible to stop. Bernardi off three steps oh goal up I did some work and missed wow well wow. 1-5 Diamond Creek Yeast and Devils two behinds two points wasteful 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 that is the word for the first quarter of this Premier Division game and that's of course on the scoreboard thanks to the Rising Sun Hotel Swan Street Richmond so, sort this out for us, Pete. Uh, I'll try to as the kick in from full back goes towards the uh, club room side. Went over the head of Murrowood. Slap forward by Smith to try and keep it alive. Oh, picking it off beautifully there. And a shot on goal by Barden is just away to the left. Bernardi's chasing it up, but we'll see it through for the minor score. Oh, dear. 1-6-12 to two behinds. Ten-point lead to Diamond Creek. And uh, if any of these sides are wanting to put their hand up to say they're challenging the premiership, I'm not particularly impressed by this first quarter. No, I've been impressed by the endeavour, but maybe not the scoreboard. You can have all the endeavour, but if you don't put it on the scoreboard, it means diddly squat as the ball is back in the play. Perkins has come up to meet it. And coming in there is uh, McNamara trying to get a hurried little kick away. Did so successfully. Now coming through, there's the 49 and Lambert. He just put it straight down the throat of Charlotte Dillon. So Dylan and Lawless are the waxing plus ones. They're almost the plus two at the moment for the Creekers, and they've dominated this quarter. The ball's kicked out very wide, and it's fisted away by Perkins, and being met quite solidly was Katie Lyons, and she's pretty slow to her feet. We'll have a throw in at right half forward. She's helped to her feet by Caitlin Smith, who will be in and under, no doubt, for the Creekers. Tossed back in by Joe Watton, and umpire says free kick against Perkins and it'll go to Gretsch in the ruck contest and again the prayers we might have to get her in the commentary box Pete because uh, the throwing inability at the moment it's good <laughs> but it's going to the wrong team so Sibinella taking the grab inside 50 now for the Creekers from the free kick just took it in the big mitts out in front no dramas and she'll have a shot at golf probably 35 out 45 degree angle for the Creekers' second one, they desperately need to break this runner behind. It starts left. The post oh. is the danger. And that's what it hit. Straight into the left post. 1-7-13, Diamond Creek. Seven behinds. They lead by 11 points. Eastern Devils still two behinds, two points. They're all dotted on two behinds, two points. They haven't had it in their half. 
And they know they've got to waste 50 seconds here. And Hutchins goes long towards the half-back flank on the outer side. It was brought down the ground there bounds. by Haynes, and it will go out of bounds. Lambert seeing it over. We'll throw it Kick in it into the, the swamp. 40 <laughs> seconds to go before the quarter. To, uh, actually, no. It's 25. It's Hang on. Five oh, and a bit minutes. Oh, I've, led you, I've led you up the garden path yeah, there, Pete. You, you had me thinking there for a second. What do you mean 20-minute quarters? 25 here in Premier Division if you don't and mind. And now they're going forward. And they go with a long kick, and it worked out okay. And Manchester spot up the target. Got a feeling it's down. Darcy out there, who's gone a long way up the ground. Two on she six. kicks in towards the direction of Casey, and the mark is taken there. Just too easy. Moorcroft's going to swing around here for the Creekers. Oops. Gets on the right foot, lost her footing, and oh, the ball just went over her head. Was very unlucky. Two on one, though. The number's purely here with the Creekers. A long right boot kick in the direction of Chochi at the half-forward flank. Went over her head. Little smart tap on. Didn't quite work out. Just slapped it back to herself in the end there for Cat Smith. Smith went in the Zibanella direction. One butt of the cherry. Couldn't pull it in. Ball hit the ground, though. In the pocket, close towards the coaches' benches, trying to shrug one off, and the hurry kick up the ground works okay. Heading in the direction there of Anne, she's trying to chase after it. Picked off though by Dylan, had to work right, work left, work. sold the candy beautifully, got across to the redhead and Ernst, who went towards the hot spot, 30 meters out. Sevenella presents again, but it got knocked out of her hands. The ball is on the deck, coming through there is Muller, who tried to slap it along. Sevenella tries to go in for the tackle. Hutchins and had support there, coming through was Lambert. Lambert kicks it long out towards the outer side. Foot race on here. Who can get to it first? It's right up against the boundary line. Kept it in the Devils. Half, uh, hand pass backwards. Works out okay. Trend now gets on the right. Coming back in board. Looking for Casey in the middle of the ground. She got stopped in her tracks by the Creekers defence. Oh, well Slapped it forward. But here they go with an opportunity. There's really, it's a one on two. Darcy. And the ball has to bounce okay for Darcy. Foot race on. Lawless might get to it first. Overruns it. Darcy gets the shove off. Then Moorcroft says, get out of my way. And she picks it up. And Moorcroft, the clearing handle wasn't great. Put Lawless under the punt was dumped Ainge went in might have got one high working on hands and knees Perkins from 45 kicks towards goal all on her own in the square and working her way back there is Jess Foster pitched on its point has a chance kick at goal is there gee she had some work to do Jess Foster I don't think Perkins saw her back there Perkins was having a shot might have checked the kick at the last second and Jess Foster gets the goal and that hurts the Creekers because the Devils, they've been under siege. And they slingshot and get the goal. Moorcroft had to kick it from the area. Tried to over finesse. And it came unstuck. And, you know, that's the play I love about Perkins. No BS. Just pick up the ball going, I know what I've got to do here. I've just got to kick it long towards our goal square and let it create havoc. She's definitely a north-south footballer. Straight up and down the line. None of this east-west rubbish. None of this mucking around getting the link. Get to the the straightest ways is the shortest way home. Absolutely. As the ball is up in the middle of the ground, and we're away again. Ainge had the ball kicked out of her hands, though, trying to come up to it as loins, trying to slap it in front of herself. Marwood got involved, got the little hand pass off, then had to go back for the one-two, having to do a little chip in there as Kavanagh, working it sideways. Here come the Devils out towards the uh, clubroom side of the ground. Got to be good. Oh, just bounced off the chest there. Casey spins around, gets on the right boot, goes towards the half-forward line. Oh, Haynes had support there when it got knocked out of her hands by Charlotte Dillon. Got in towards the middle and uh, hand pass off from uh, Williams to Ernst. Ernst going in the Sibonella direction. Third in the queue. Hands up. Rarely you see Hutchins get beaten out, but 
It was wrecked best by Simonella. Goes with a dangerous kick towards the pocket, but it was uh, Amelia Barton who came charging through there. She'll have to go back in and try and get another effort. Murrowood there as well. Plenty of creakers, though. Go Spinning on. around Panati. Got the little oh. hand pass out while under pressure. Stop prop kick, if you don't mind, from Kennedy. It was just cut off. Hutchins is cool. Apparently, it's not Hutchins. In fact, it's the 26 cutting it off back there, who's just swung around towards the opposite back pocket, and the Devils are away again. So McNamara bounces her way out of defence and kicks it around the outer side. I think Lambert's over there trying to help out. Got a few numbers to work out for the Devils. Got a 20. A 26. 26. Got a few to suss out at quarter time. That's where I'll be. I'll be in the huddle at quarter time. Having to listen to the Devils to try and work out a few of their numbers as the ball comes out the side of the pack on the wing. And then the umpire says, nope, it's gone back underneath. I'll have it and I'll bounce it. Five-point lead to the Creekers. Got a minute 20 left. We play 25 in the VWFL. For those of you mathematically challenged, that means there's 23 and 40 gone. Back flank, uh, Caitlin Smith. Oh, just wanted to give it and then feigned a handball to her own teammate and put Lawless under the pump, who kicked on her right foot when she could have kicked on her left but got away with it. And Ernst takes the marks and a win. Ernst decides to go towards centre half forward with a kick, just almost on the half volley towards Hutchins, slapped it in front of herself and realised she had to go again. Lodge comes charging through, she got caught. Hurry kick away by Lambert, heading for the safety of the boundary line, playing percentage football here. And she had a teammate though that picked it up, who went long and Scott to go up the line, looking for Heel, who had to try and present, got the ball back, tried to get the fend off, but Haynes won't let her go. She got the hand pass, the umpire said too long though. Free kick going the way of the Creekers, with 30 seconds remaining before the quarter time hooter. So the Creekers will reload. They'll get one opportunity here, and it's an attempted barrel, and it's a shocker, but it almost landed in the arms fortuitously there of Loins, who dropped the mark at the crucial stage. Now Williams smashes it round the outer side, numbers all the Devils. They have 14 seconds. Racing her way down the wing, there is Lambert. Inside the attacking zone, Darcy hands to it, couldn't take the mark. Gathers her own crumb, or slid in, couldn't come up with it, and it, I think the clock will beat them. And it's cleared away by the Creekers. That'll be quarter time. Or there'll be a bit of a delay. Are they watching the clock? There it is. Quarter time siren. That five or six seconds too late. They were obviously having a good chat up there in the uh, timekeeper's box. So at quarter time, there's the Eastern Devils 1-2-8. Trailing Diamond Creek 1-7-13. And the story of the first quarter, Peter Holden, inaccuracy killing killing the Creekers. Particularly where they dominated for a good 10-15 minutes could be 7-1. How many they, set they, shots did they have? They, they could have been. I'd say realistically they would have felt they deserved to be at least three goals up. They only find themselves five points up. As we said many opportunities in front but uh, if you don't nail them they could come back to bite you. There we are 13-8. to eight. One goal seven to one goal uh, four by the look of it our scoreboard as it just flicks to the ads here at the moment. A five point lead to the Creekers. We're going to be in for an exciting second term. Chochi the only goal kicker for Diamond Creek and obviously for the Eastern Devils, Jess Foster. We'll take this opportunity to take a break. You are listening to girlsplayfooty.com live from Mulgrave Reserve. The Creekers up by five points. Here, get along. I'm here about the car. Hi, um with you? Yeah, a few boys wanted to come over in case you join. I mean, look at the car. <laughs> oh, I need to sell my car fast. Need to sell your car fast? At sellmycar.com.au, we will buy your car. Cash for your car, fast. Sellmycar.com.au 
conditions apply. See sellmycar.com.au. The Rising Sun Hotel in Richmond is the home of footy, with all NRL and AFL games shown live on the big screens. Pop in for their quality meal specials midday through to nine, plus the TAB and bottle shop open till 1am seven days a week. The Rising Sun Hotel are proud to support women's footy and have been sponsors of the Eastern Devils since 2001. Call into the Riser today, 395 Swan Street in Richmond. Just a drop bun from Burnley Train Station. I usually wear white. And I prefer black. But lately, we've been getting into orange. When you're wearing SES orange, you know you're making a difference. And you're learning great new skills. You'd be surprised how good you'll feel in orange. The Victoria State Emergency Service is recruiting volunteers now for a broad range of roles. Visit ses.vic.gov.au or call 1300-842-737 and find out if orange is right for you. Authorised by Victoria State Emergency Service Melbourne. Spoken by Emery and A. Smallwood. Live across the web, this is the girlsplayfooty.com match of the day. And welcome back to Mulgrave Reserve, where it's a five-point lead to Diamond Creek over the Eastern Devils at quarter time. Earlier, it was a three-goal win to Diamond Creek over the... Uh, pardon me, to the Eastern Devils over Diamond Creek in the uh, Division One match that was uh, played here. And uh, both sides in their respective line huddles at the moment. Uh, I'll look towards Dan Hill and see if I can get the thumbs up if he's going to be able to get in the huddle or not to have that uh, mic'd up. If he can, you'll be hearing it uh, live obviously on girlsplayfooty.com. And at the ground on uh, 89.1 FM. And a reminder, of course, that next week is the uh, women's match and uh, the vision will be streamed live on afl.com.au at 12pm next Sunday that game at the MCG, Melbourne and the Western Bulldogs uh, whether there'll be a radio call or not we've made a, uh, a reach out to the AFL and we hope to hear back on Monday and we'll uh, let you know obviously on our Facebook page if that has been confirmed or not uh, they're going into the huddle now as we speak and uh, obviously uh, Brennan Major having a chat to his charges who will be obviously looking to improve uh, their performance gets some straighter kicking happening and mind you they haven't had as many chances as uh, Diamond Creek who one goal seven you'd be suggesting they should be at least three or four goals in front so the door is open for the Devils if they do want to try and uh, capitalise on that uh, still in their respective uh, line huddles at the moment for Diamond Creek as they obviously uh, uh, try and assess uh, what happened in that quarter. Maybe a little bit more composure needed around the uh, forward 50 mark. But Bernardi getting her hands on it, which is encouraging to see. And so is Lyons. Let's see if we can uh, head down to Dan Hill on the boundary. When we run our handball, our handball receives that quarter of the best have been all year. All year. Exactly. So we're getting it now. Marley's laid about four shepherds, right? And hard ones too, not nice ones. Right? So let's go. Twenty-five minutes. So back to the start. Hat, line spider rhino, mother's death, Hachi, has it. She goes back to you, go there, wherever she is. Smash, Darth and Nugget, Kenny and Soap, Perko. And uh, just dropping out a little bit there at the uh, huddle. But Dan Hill was obviously uh, there and he'll be picking up uh, most of it. Uh, uh, Dan, you're obviously in there at the moment. Positivity there from uh, Brendan Major, knowing that, uh, OK, even though the Creekers have had at least five more scoring shots at goal, the Devils are thereabouts. Yeah, always positive, Pete. And uh, it's only quarter time. So, yeah, there is uh, a lot of tactical stuff going on at the start of the, uh, the conversation at, uh, at quarter time. So that's why I wasn't allowed in the huddle at the beginning. But uh, got the general, the general gist towards the end. 
and uh, a lot of handball talk there as well, which is interesting to see that they want to try and uh, create some run. But uh, as we're just posing there during the uh, quarter time uh, break, um, you, you just feel at the moment that uh, even though Diamond Creek are getting plenty of the football, the one thing they're lacking, and I guess overall it's the difference between the likes of the Darabins and the Diamond Creeks, and uh, I guess for that matter the rest of the competition, that one crucial word, composure. Yeah, you're absolutely right, Pete. I mean, the major issue for both sides was was composure in front of goal. Um, it was also composure coming out. Um, we saw probably three or four separate occasions that the Devils really had a chance to, to counter-attack and, and just broke down with that, that one disposal from... Really, it's clearing your, clearing your defensive 50. If you can... On a ground like this, it's a, it's around about 150 metres long. If you can... If you can get two and a half kicks away from goal with a clean handball at half back and a, a bit of run you're well and truly in the game they did it once and they kicked the goal simple as that um, and Diamond Creek well five or six times they really bounced the ball one into the other really really well they just didn't convert so that's the worry for the Eastern Devils is that Diamond Creek really bounced out on them and that's what the a lot of the conversation at the start of the huddle was about, was about trying to limit the bounce out for Diamond Creek and then you probably heard closer towards the end uh, when we did get in the huddle that it was all about handball receive and running off. Well, we're just about ready to get underway here for the second term on girlsplayfooty.com this quarter, of course. Thanks to Jets, Greensboro and Lorimer. You'll write down those uh, numbers you managed to get for us at the uh, huddle as the ball is thrown up in the air and Carney goes up, wins the contest. Kicked off the carpet, though, by Gretsch. has been moved into the middle, but sent straight back from whence it came Good by Hannah Scott. Taken away, though, by Lawless. You must have had a word to Brendan Major. Uh, uh, um, sorry, a word to uh, Brad Letterman when you are in there. Tried to pick up the shorter target there to Saxton. Got knocked out of her hands, though. Muller picked it up. Went towards the Perkins direction. She had one bite of it. Goes chasing after it. Got knocked away from her hands, though. Quicker cleaning up at the back. Gets on the left. Hugging close towards the boundary line. Trend is there to try and create a contest. But the mark is taken there by Brazali. Brazali gets on the right boot. Coming back in board. Got to be good. Finds Williams. Easy player to spot with a long ponytail there. Gets off the hand pass to Chochi. Chochi burns off her opponent. Gets in towards the half-fourth blank position. Ainge leading out there. Got support, though. Coming through is Cat Smith. She can't pick up the pill. Murray out there as well, harassing and running around. Ainge goes in there to try and uh, create the scrap. Ainge gets knocked over, trying to get a kick away, but the ball is smothered and it goes over the boundary line and out of bounds. 60 metres around from the Creekers' goal. So Mia, as Catherine Smith just got bigger over the summer, she looks huge. She looks taller. She looks faster. She's incredible at the moment. She's been dominant in this game so far, leading out from centre-half forward. Of course, not to get confused with Caitlin Smith, who also plays for the Creekers. We've got a Caitlin Smith and a Catherine Smith. Gretsch out of the ruck. That's two infringements in a row that she's come away with. Gets a kick inside the attacking zone. Shanked it, though. The numbers are back for the Creekers. Could have been a free kick in there to land, but umpire waving play on. Saxon's in there to help out for the Creekers. Ball still at half forward. And Lambert goes back in and gets a hurried handball away to the outer side. As Scott gets on the right boot, up towards Darcy, off her hands, ball just dribbles inside, attacking 50. Racing onto it now is Jess Foster, slap back towards Darcy. Darcy, out of a tackle, good smother by Haynes, came through and laid a crucial smother, but Dylan... The clearing kick, only as far as the Devils on 50. And they decide to load up with a long kick towards the forward line. Here comes Perkins, and it pulled it in. Lost it. No. Kick it off the ground. How good, good is that? She's kicked that 40. She was only 20 out, but she's kicked it 40 the ball, out of midair. The ball's <laughs> bounced up. She's just swung the boot at it and just gone, 
How do you like that? <laughs> and she loved it, but that footy's not coming back on Arrogant. Well, the Boundary Pie's going to attempt to find it. Well... Oh, no, there it is. It dropped out of the tree. And managed to get it back. But it's a one-point lead to the Devils. Thanks, of course, to the Jets, Jim in Greensboro and Lorimer. 2-2-14, the Eastern Devils. Diamond Creek, 1-7-13. Two and a half minutes gone in this second term. It's a good goal. I'm not quite sure it'll, it'll challenge Cecilia McIntosh's bicycle kick from last week. That, that was that was fr- charts. That was freakish. That was ridiculous. <laughs> but uh, nonetheless, incredibly entertaining there from Sarah Perkins, who, of course, is giving a bit of a nudge to the leading goal kicker tally at the moment. Ball is in the middle of the ground. Saxton in the ruck. No, who's in the ruck? Throw in the air. I think it's Gretsch has been moved in there. Indeed oh, there it go. is. Going across to Koiko who put the ball high in the air. There's one bounce coming out after it. Bernardi to try and uh, get onto it. Got pulled down straight away. Matt Namara creating the pressure. Lambert tries to get a hurried little hand pass out. Muller went charging off the football. Here came Ainge. She's about knee high to a grasshopper but she whips straight in there. Gets her hands on the ball. Tries to get it out. Little hurried hand pass. Casey was lurking around as well. She can't extract it. The umpire refusing to blow the whistle. Ball popped out though to Williams of Diamond Creek who tried to kick it forward. Trying to get it towards Hannah Scott. She had to get it back after it nearly got stolen out of her hands. Kicks and finds a target at half forward flank. So ball almost inside attacking 50 but it was a poor kick. It might have come from Muller over there. It's turned over but Trend cuts it off. The clearing kick there from, I think it might have been Charlotte Dillon, went only as far as Trend, who runs to 65, kicks to Perkins on the lead, is on the burst. Couldn't come up with it. Moorcroft matched her for size and matched her for pace and then beat her to the boundary line. It went over and out of play. So we've probably seen that change made. Moorcroft goes back to Perkins. Gretsch into the ruck. I think Ernst onto the bench or perhaps maybe in some more trouble than that if she's not out on the ground, which is a bit of a concern. But uh, I might have a look at the matchups, Pete, and you can follow the footy for a second. Thank you very much as uh, we wait for the ball to be thrown back in. And Joe Watton will do the duties once more on the boundary line and give the arch and the heave back into play. That's what happens. Ball back in. Front posse there. Gretsch put it to ground. Moorcroft there. Nearly got caught by Darcy. Got a kick away, but only as far as Trent. Touched it. The umpire play on. Oh, the hand pass was smothered there by Loins. Loins got it back again. Went to ground. Trent jumped straight into her. Wrapped her all up. Had plenty of support. And the umpire said it's going nowhere. I'll call for a ball up. 50 metres out from goal. Right in front of the Devils coaching bench. Ball Huge up stop there. GP because Carney's come to, the, come to this contest for the Devils, so there's nothing over the back. Yeah, Mully was there. There's the kick. Went out to Hutchins. It bounced off her chest, though. And uh, Williams just put a little topo kick in and we'll go and find the safety of the boundary line. We'll throw it in 70 metres out from the Devils' goal. They lead by 1.22 to 1.7. Five minutes gone in the second term. And... Watton throws the ball back into play. So here we go. Ball on the ground. Who's going to be first to it? Muller there. There's Williams who slapped it forward. Got it across to Koika who had it momentarily. Lost it. Williams goes back in again. Ainge fighting in hard with her. Trying to get the hand pass out. She was caught. Koika though stripped of it. But gave it straight to Trent. Trent got the hand pass away. Is going to ground. Ainge trying to get a kick away. Partially smothered though. Going in with her though. Koika trying to get another one in there. Ball spilled free. Trent is there. Gets the hand pass. Doesn't go too far. Haynes tries to jump on it for the creek. Got it to Saxton. Saxton got it on the right. Moving towards the halfback flag. And there is Moorcroft, who's run away from her uh, opponent. Delivers long towards the uh, half-forward line. Coming out to meet it is Cat Smith. Bounced off of her chest. Got support there from Chochi, who's taken two bounces. She's run to 50. She's curled it back. And a mark taken by Koika. Yeah, great kick in the end. And Hutchins was tracking back to try and help out her defence with... Chochi, obviously, assuming she'd kick it towards the top of the square, but Koika just sat in the sat in the middle. Oh, and the kick is an absolute shank from 30 metres out. Barely got above eye level, 
and uh, went to the uh, pocket and the ball bounced and went over the barrier line and out of bounds. Yeah, not a great finish again from, from the Creekers and the change has been made. Gretch off the ground and Ernst straight back into the ruck, Pete. Ball thrown back into play. Little backhander there from Carney on the ground. Oh, it's popped out here. Here's an opportunity to quick little hurried hand pass. The snap on goal is looking good from Cat Smith. And it's through. And the Devils, apparently the uh, Creekers regain the lead. They are 2-7-19. The Eastern Devils 2-2-14. All thanks to Jets, Greensboro and Lorimer. Well, Pete, I've said moments ago that Smith, she just looks enormous this season. And gee whiz, did she just grab that and just kick the goal with absolute ease? She's just one of those players that looks about six foot and plays like she's 5-5. Five five, but when the ball's in the air, gee whiz, does she, she get up and about. And the matchups across the ground at the moment, I'm trying to review them as quick as I can. And Corrigan's now going to go back to Perkins. So there's a bit, of, a bit going on. There's a bit of plus one. Um, which I obviously said earlier was probably the, the key, and it looks like Corrigan will be the plus one for the Creekers, and the plus one for the Eastern Devils is Murrowood. Ball tossed up in the centre of the ground, and Scott the clearance. Oh, and Darcy took the mark and kept on running, then gets the handball away, and this should be a goal. Stabbed towards goal and touched on the line by Moorcroft. I think the kick in the end came from Heel. And just the one behind rushed by Moorcroft. So 2-3-15. Should have been a goal there to the Devils. The Creekers 2-7-19. Four-point lead to the Creekers. Of course, that is all thanks to Jets, Greensboro and Lorimer. 24 hours, aren't they, Pete? The Jets' gyms is yeah, bloody yeah, fantastic. You can pop it any time you like and work out. Clearing kick finds Barden. And she plays on immediately and gets on the right peg, looking out wide for Koika, who runs onto it and tried to paddle it and keep it in play. Pursued by Murrowood and Hutchins, won that battle. Little handball came back towards Brazel for the Creekers. Inside attacking 50. Running out onto it was Bernardi. Couldn't come up with it. Good tackle laid by Scott. Umpire says I'll bounce at 40 metres is out from the Creekers' goal. But again, Pete, the transference of the football, very slick from the Creekers. Ball thrown up in the air again. Ernst versus Carney. Ernst won it, got it across to Chochi, who just broke through the pack, then had a jump of tugged at the last second. Her hand pass was intercepted, but that resulting kick was intercepted and sent straight back on goal. The kick from Brazali straight to Sebanella, who marked it five metres out on a 45-degree angle. Shouldn't have a problem from here. We'll be streeping in to extend the lead out to 10 points. Bang! Simonella gets the goal. And for her, that is the uh, first goal for her day. 3-7-25, leading 2-3-15. We've gone nine minutes of the second term, thanks to Jets, Greensboro and Lorimer. Well, Pete, uh, footy these days, modern football as they call it, um, obviously the urgency for the player on the mark has well and truly gone out the window because um, you don't want to give away a 50 or a 25 or what have you. But in that situation there, trend, she had, she, had the ball was kicked behind her. It was a bad kick. She shouldn't have dropped her head. She should have got to Brazali, made her turn around and kick over the mark. In the end, Brazali just walks forward and just laces it out to Sibinella unopposed. And you've got to make them kick over the player on the mark. It's always the number one. Ball back in the centre of the ground. It's tossed up. Umpire says, well, you had it too long. You had an arm free. You had a chance to get rid of it. And it's a free kick to the Eastern Devils. And McNamara goes inside, attacking 50. In fact, it's Lambert. Ball over the back of the pack. Charlotte Dillon gets the handball away, but it was untidy. Chance here for the Devils. Ball in dispute, 50, uh, 25 out from their goal. Racing across and getting onto it was Foster. Umpire says free kick to the Creekers, holding on too long. And it looks like it might be Corrigan back there with the footy. 
And decides to go for the switch, Big Irish, out towards the other side of the ground. And it's just come off hands. Ainge close towards the boundary line. Oh, Ooh, got caught high by Charlotte Dillon. And the umpire agrees, says, you deserve a free kick for that. And uh, the umpire just calming things down, saying, don't be too reckless with that. And uh, Angel has the ball in front of the scoreboard. And she decides to pass off. Oh, and she's just kicked it into poor Ainge. Oh, dear. Oh, my goodness. Ernst is there, and they get a lucky free kick. What happened was Ainge gave it away to her teammate to give the big wind-up kick, and they tried to duck out of the way, but instead ducked into the football. And it didn't move her at all. She's perfectly <laughs> fine. She's made of the right stuff. Young Ainge. Ball inside attacking 50 now from Scott. Pack forms, and Barden comes away with it, kicks it onto the outer side where Hutchins leads the race. Also, Koika out there. They're outnumbered, the Devils, and free kick will go to Koika. A bit soft in the end, but she'll have it on the outer side for the Creekers. And Koika looks further afield. Who's she got on? She's got uh, loins. Just went through her hands. Couldn't hang on to the pill. Close towards the boundary line. Snart is there. Will she see it over? They got the little scoop back. Hutchins back there to try and create some support. Murrow Wood, whoop, lost between her legs. She's trying to control it. Ball just popped free there for a second as loins laid in the tackle. Chochi weaving around as well. And uh, the umpire's just happy to let it go. As a hurried little kick comes out of the pack for the Devils. In towards the middle of the Ooh. ground. Ooh, Ernst nearly cleaned up someone on the way through. Picked off there by Chochi. Finds a hand pass back. Go across to Haynes who delivers inside the forward line. Mark Redwell. And I think that's Kavanaugh going back there. Who's taken the mark. And she's inside defensive 50 and she'll look to go up the line. And does. Around the outer side only as far as... Jeez, plenty of them out there. It looks like Haynes taking the mark. Gets on the right peg. Kick inside. Attacking 50 is a poor one. Bit of kick to kick going on. Couldn't take the mark. Lambert. Now the ball is cleared away towards the outer side by Carroll. Steph Carroll and turned over again. The creek is back inside 50. Hutchins going in to help out. Koika decides to give the handball inside the 25 now. Dangerous Sibonella had it. Two bites of the cherry. Umpire said no mark. Play on. Ball cleared away frantically there by, by the Devils. Outside their defensive 50. They've got a bit of few numbers here though, the Devils, as they paddle it back towards Muller. Has to lay the tackle. Second to the footy. Ball in dispute at half forward. Iron comes in, smash Iron gets, gets it away, but again, so many numbers back for the Creekers, and they'll look to reload. Yeah, they're holding their ground, they're getting composure, and they're working it well. The Wartanes out there on the centre wing position, and looks further afield, goes long up the line, Koika, oh, Hutchins in front, Posse. Got to look for the, the switch here. Got to look for the switch. And it's on. Hutchins is just looking straight up the field, and now she looks now for gone. the switch, and too late, too slow. And we'll have to just go straight up the line again. And that's what she does with a long, high kick. Here comes Corrigan. Crashes the pack. Ball hit the ground. Coming in there was Ainge as well. She can't get it out. Capita over there trying to uh, weave out the back was Dylan, who picked it up. She nearly ran into trouble with Ainge on her hammer. Trying to get it to Corrigan. Harasses her opponent in Muller. Ball close towards the boundary line. Muller got it and then kicked it around the corner. Worked out okay for them. Long kick. McNamara in towards the Perkins direction. Oh, she had it. Then knocked out of her hands by Moorcroft. Ball in the pocket and still alive. Umpire says too high. The player being collared for the Devils 25 metres out and probably getting up a little bit worse for wear after that. Looks like it's the 29 by the look of it. 49? 49 might be and Lambert. She's done some hard work in this quarter, Lambert. She's been everywhere. She's been back pocket, forward pocket. She has done a power of work and deserves a goal here for all her efforts. Got absolutely collared and will be lining up for 20 metres out. Slight angle. Lambert, the approach 
to bring it back to four points, the difference at the 14-minute mark of the second term. It's post high. Has it squeezed in? Yes, it has. Four points the difference here. The Devils 3-3-21. The Creekers 3-7-25. Thanks to Jets, Greensboro and Lorimer. Yeah, I think uh, we might have sort of asked the question of Meg Hutchins, who's one of the best players going around, no doubt about that. Never doubt her abilities by one stretch, but uh, didn't switch the play. But I think she knew. She knew that if one good kick down the line, that uh, the Devils were pressing and... She did exactly the right thing. Got the ball nice and long, up towards half forward. Follow those team rules that they were talking about at quarter time, and they get the goal on the board. So well done, Meg Hutchins, who started that attack. Ball in the centre of the ground, and knocked out. Could have been a push in the back. The creek is again first to the footy. It's been the story of the day, but there'll be a secondary bounce, and it's tossed up and knocked out by Carney. So only as far as Saxton, and then Carney tackles the player she knocked it to, who was Saxton. And again, we'll have a tertiary ball up. And Peter Holden will try and clear this out for us on girlsplayfooty.com radio. And He's we'll a specialist. No, uh, we'll try to. As uh, Carney was in there, Chachi's trying to weave her way into that mess. Ball still refusing to come out as McNamara looks on at her 100th game. And the umpire says, uh, we'll go one more time. So, ball up in the mi- air, in the middle. Away we go. Carney gets the punch away from Ernst. There's the hurry kick by Lambert to go for. Went over the head of a few there. Perkins coming out after. It's got to spin around. Pardon me. Oh, running into trouble there. Getting high probably was Coxon. And Coxon uh, got pinned for holding the ball. Thought she might have copped the whack. But the umpire said, no, nope, that's all fair. And Coyken now goes for the switch. Oh, it's a dangerous kick. Was at the Kavanaugh. feet there of Kavanaugh, who couldn't quite pick it up. Perkins is looking oh, here by Kavanaugh. Hurried little kick away by the Devils, by Corrigan. Oh, had to get it across oh, to Caleb Smith. Did okay. Indeed. And goes out towards the centre-wing position. Morrowood and holding on with Saxton in the <laughs> contest. They're both hanging on to each other. Ernst got dumped as she tried to get a hurried little hand pass away. Ball cried the crowd. In goes Morrowood hanging on to Saxton. Ball across the boundary line. Over goes McNamara. Few going head over here. Hills here. Scott in there as well. McNamara with a hurry kick. There's the crowd clapping. Going up the line. It's a good 50 metre kick. It's out of bounds and from the Devil's bench. 55 metres out from the Devil's goal. Morrowood and Saxon there's two competitors, Pete. They're Both. still holding on to each other. They are they are not separated <laughs> in the last 60 seconds. And they're both quick and they've both got a bit of size too. Gee whiz, if they run into each other at some point today, they both might not get up. Ball toss back in. Gretsch back into the ruck again. Got the handball away in the nick of time. Scott came through, snapped it around the corner, and they've called that it was out of play. Yep, and I should say, we've got the official boundary umpire here now as well. Uh, she arrived halfway during the second quarter. So what I've got a feeling might have happened, she might have been in another game and been delayed in transit. So she's tag team. Joe Watton's been done after a quarter and a bit. Just having a stinker too, Joe. I said, I, was, I said, Joe, I'm keeping the stats on you, and you were uh, eight and zip. You've had eight throw-ins, and you've thrown it to uh, to Diamond Creek eight times. Maybe she was saving up the ones she was going to throw to the Eastern Devils in the last quarter. Maybe it was all a plan. Ball's tossed back in. It's a very low throw-in. And the umpire's saying throw it back in again. That was, uh, that was one of my nine-degree drivers, Pete. Very flat. It was just flat and straight down the middle. Before you'd even yelled out forward, it hit him. Lovely throwing on this occasion to the back Perkins. Chochi just had Havlin for company all day, wanted like a glove. Coming through to lay a huge tackle was Katie Loins. Taking no prisoners. Gretsch comes through, slams it on the right peg, up towards Cat Smith at half forward, gathers her own footy, couldn't get the handball away. Coming through trend, working on hands and knees. Saxton comes in. 
She can't break her way free. And the umpire will call for it. We're 65 out from Diamond Creek's goal. They lead by four points. We've played 18 minutes, second term on your VWFL match of the day on girlsplayfooty.com radio. And ball being slapped uh, forward to uh, get in the hands of Scott who gave up a quick little hand pass under pressure here on the wing and away they go again. This is McNamara with a long kick up line looking for Coxon who takes a mark. Go Coxon, she's around about 55 metres out from goal looking in the pocket. No one to go to trend. at the moment. Who the did she trend. go to? She goes long and high towards the hot no. spot. 20 metres out from goal. Several pairs of hands there. Ball out the back. How's that fall of the Casey? How did she kick that? She won the raffle. That's what happened. Three creakers all went up. No one stayed down. Came off hands and she said, yep, thanks. And had about a quarter of a second to get it from hand to foot. And I reckon she's kicked that one out of her backside, Pete. I'm just putting that out there. (laughs) That was incredible. The pace she got that from hand to foot was... That was unbelievable. A Great goal. A smart forward pocket tight roll. If everyone else is going up, you stay down. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And look, again, the plus one was back there, but it was a funny kick. It it did hang up there, but it didn't travel 45. It sort of travelled 37 and a half. Didn't get enough under it for the, the plus one to really mean much. Perkins has moved into the ruck, but Gretsch won the tap and got bundled over as she went after it by Scott. It's pretty willing in there. Is chasing it is Caitlin Smith. Gets onto the left and kicks it to herself, basically. There was a bit of rugby league about that. Kick and chase. Hutchins comes out to meet it. Wants the boundary line and, and finds it. She was definitely going after her own ball then, wasn't she? And she was almost asking for deliberate as well. <laughs> Why not? Went in Rome, as they say. A bit of cheek. 4-3-27, the Devils. Diamond Creek, 3-7-25. Nearly 20 minutes gone, second term. For Jets, Greensboro and Lorimer. Ball out oh, the back. No, Perkins, Perkins defense. the tap. Oop, got it across to Koika. Koika in the middle is just... Oh. Sized it up, all range came sliding in underneath it, nearly took out our own teammate. Murrowood gave up the hand pass, clearing kick out the wood, center wing though. Ball bounces, trying to do the little trap drop there, didn't work out. Smith put boot the ball, but only as far as Perkins that had just retraveled the required 15. And Daniel Hill says, calm it down. John Farnham style, pressure down. So Perkins takes an eternity. Did everything but tie a shoelace, then kicked it 70. Absolutely smashed it. Off hands, Lawless couldn't take the mark. Little handball over the top, Jess Foster. It's over the back. It's a slingshot goal. She couldn't gather. Oh, Corrigan went back to help out. Numbers now with the Creekers. Oh, Foster, uh, she's spewing. I think she might have hurt herself she lost well. her f- She lost her footing. So now the ball out of defence. A chance for Chochi on the outer side. And in fact, it was Haynes. She kicks around the wing. The Creekers have all the numbers. Christina Bernardi stepped through about three or four. Kick towards full forward. Oh, going back, Hutchins. She is a superstar. All the courage in the world and takes the mark for the Devils. Hutchins gets on the right, comes back in forward. Oh, Perkins had to stand still. And uh, Haynes got into her back. And the umpire says that Perkins will get the resulting free kick. You could see that coming from metres away. And Perkins again just calms things down, gets on the right, sticks oh, wide. Oh, right uh, it's pinpoint perfect, isn't it? Oh, just paint a picture. Found her teammate out there, 65 metres out from goal on the half forward flank in front of the scoreboard, kicks further up the line looking oh. for Darcy. Corrigan was leading her though in the foot race, got in front of her, but couldn't control the ball and went out of bounds in front of the scoreboard. Three and a half minutes remaining in the quarter, and the Devils lead by two points. Yeah, Pete, it's been a big one this afternoon with Corrigan as the plus one, and you just can't kick anything in her general vicinity because she's too quick and she's too keen to get after it. So the ball's tossed back in. Muller, Lawless, slapped it forward. Now taking it out there was Trend up towards full forward. Oh, what a mark, Heel. Terrific grab out on the lead. The full extension, if you don't mind. 
and takes a terrific grab. She'll be 30 out directly in front to extend the margin to eight points. In she comes, as deliberate as you like, and just says over the goal umpire's hat if you don't mind. Just terrific kick of the footy. Never in doubt. And the Eastern Devils 5-3-33, Diamond Creek 3-7-25. Starting to hurt the Creekers now, these misses, Pete, because it's an eight-point lead to the Devils. They've deserved their lead, but gee whiz. The Creekers will be absolutely kicking themselves. And it's interesting. It's a bit similar, isn't it, to that game against the uh, Sharks. Put Perkins in the middle and it changes things, doesn't it? And she just had the the composure there and the presence of mind and also Hutchins to kick it in her direction. The old heads and the experienced heads and the intelligent heads all combining to get that goal for the Devils. As uh, taking away there is Hannah Scott. Goes out towards the Lambert direction on the half-forward flank. Can she get the ball before the boundary line? No, she can't. It does go over. Two minutes remaining in the quarter. I think it's safe to say that Perkins' biggest asset is between the two ears. She's got footy smarts and she uses them very well, whether in the forward line or whether playing in the ruck. She's got a pretty elite right foot as well, Pete. Uh, Lethal, to say the least. As the ball is uh, back in, Perkins taps it, tries to put to the advantage of Trent, who can't quite pick it up. She's got supporters out there, including Casey. <laughs> Mullard just Mullard Hartley, with about three. And uh, it's all her. wrapped up, and the umpire's going to call for a ball up. And a minute and a half to go before the halftime hooter. Can they snatch another one? Will the Devils pull, will the uh, Creekers pull one back? Barton there, Haynes. Haynes will see it over. They're happy to nurse this one out, Peter Link. 55 metres out from the uh, Devils' goal. Once again, Gretsch versus Perkins. Went over the head of both of them. Out the back, Casey to Muller, who tried to kick one along the carpet. Just uh, slapped along the ground. Going through there, Muller. Intercepted, though. <laughs> Charlotte Dillon. Table tennis oh, Yeah, it was. Seekham <laughs> trying to get a hurry kick. But only as far as Hutchins. 50 seconds to go. Hutchins has got to be smart for the footy. Hutchins loads up. Goes long and awards the forward line. Ball at the back. Free. On the bounce of Darcy. Who got the free kick? It's a push out. And it's a free kick going the way of the Devils. And is it Lambert? Yeah, it is. And I think they'll be just telling her. And, and Perkins has done that. Run up to Lambert and just said... 30 seconds to go. Don't pass. Calm. Have a shot on goal. This will be the last kick before halftime. Slash chip it to me. I'm opening in the pocket. <laughs> <laughs> but this is a huge kick in the context of the game, and Corrigan just couldn't get there. She's the plus one. She couldn't get to the contest and gave away the free. Lambert, 35 metres out from goal. Oh, the height's there, but the accuracy is not. across the face. Packers was there, went through her hands. And that will be the final score. That is a behind. And it's 5-4-34, leading by nine points. Diamond Creek, 3-7-25. 25 minutes gone. The siren about to sound any moment. There you go, half time. And, uh, well, just when we talked about Diamond Creek having composure, the last five minutes just turned the game completely on its head. Yeah, Peter, the run, I think, it really stopped for, for Diamond Creek. And, look, the, the movement of Gretchen of the Ruck was, was paying dividends. But, it, uh, yeah, they were first to the footy for a good one and a half quarters and, and couldn't convert on the scoreboard. And then all of a sudden, for three or four minutes, they were down in that area and getting beaten around the footy. And, bang, bang, Eastern Devils kicked two quick goals and it really, really hurt. So, for all their dominance in and around the packs, the Creekers, they... They go into into halftime trailing by nine points. And, uh, I mean, you saw it, Pete. The only times we really had repeat stoppages in the centre of the ground 
was when the Eastern Devils would win the third or fourth stoppage. They'd mm. win the clear stoppage. If it was one stoppage, the Creekers would get it and go. If it was two, three, four, five stoppages, the Eastern Devils, the more stoppages, the more close in it got, the more congested, the more they seemed to get on top. So we've seen that trend in the first uh, in the first half. We know the Creekers need to keep it open. We know that the Eastern Devils like to close it down around the packs and not let anyone too loose and try and keep the, the forward line open. And that's the way that it got just late in that second quarter. They played the game on their own terms, and that's why they got the two goals, and, and that's why they lead. Just before we go to the break at half time, how are you seeing the matchups at the moment? Yeah, well, it's been moving a lot. There's, it's been relatively fluid, because, and so it should be, um, with these two sides and, and lots of, of, lots of uh, work being done around the ground uh, so far. And the Ford's probably not really coming into it as much as perhaps you would like. Um, Perkins and Moorcroft has been a really good matchup with the plus one in front in uh, in Corrigan for most of that quarter. Um, I think uh, Hutch has done a good job on Koika, although as we saw, Koika is so athletic and has got so much ability um, up and around the ground that those two are really evenly matched. Of course, Hutch is a terrific kick and Koika lacks a little bit in that area and that's probably why Hutch is winning that battle. Um, Look, uh, Kat Smith, she's been absolutely terrific. Um, Snart's done a really good job to keep her to a relative minimum of, uh, of one goal one so far. So, look, there's been lots of really good battles all around the ground. Darcy's done a, done a good job, uh, had various different opponents. She's pretty much played on everyone. Um, Havlin has, has gone to Chochi and done a pretty good job. I think Chochi probably broke, the, broke off the leash twice. Maybe once in the first quarter and once in the second quarter. So good tagging good tagging job being done there by, by Jess Havlin. Um, and probably the other major matchup is in the ruck. Um, Ernst has probably only played 65 70% game time. It's a bit of a worry for the Eastern Devils because she's going to come into it in the second half. She's got plenty in the tank. Um, and you look at someone like Carney who played probably 90 to 95% of game time in that in that first half. So that's been a really good battle. Gretsch did a, a, bit, of, a bit of work through there. Um, we also saw Lisa Williams going uh, into the ruck for probably two or three minutes while they made a change. So there's plenty of options for both sides. But uh, in terms of how they've managed the workload throughout the game, we'll get to see the, uh, the fruits of the labour come midway through the fourth to the last five minutes because that's when, that's when the petrol tickets start running out if you, if you haven't been rotated through the side uh, throughout the game. So, so far you can see that's what's going on. Whether it continues in the third, uh, I think Diamond Creek, I don't think they'll go that way. I think they'll try and stick to their, their flat 18 with a few changes in the midfield because I think, again, as you've said, Pete, in the past against Melbourne Uni, they probably made too many changes and I think they got stuck in that space a little bit in the second quarter as well. They, Yes, you've got to throw it around, mm. but you've, you, you, can't, you can't rob Peter to pay Paul too many times because eventually the coins will start falling out your pockets while you're walking between the two. We'll take this opportunity to take a break here at halftime on girlsplayfooty.com where it is the Eastern Devils 34 leading Diamond Creek 25. When we'll return, we'll see if we can get some around-the-ground scores for you and then the second half of an enthralling contest here at Mulgrave Reserve. As we said, the Devils leading the Creekers by nine points. Live across the web, this is the girlsplayfooty.com match of the day. 
And welcome back to Mulgrave Reserve where both sides are getting ready to run back out to the park and face the second half with the Devils taking the momentum into the halftime break and a nine-point lead, 5-4-34. Diamond Creek's 3-7-25. Uh, goal kickers at this stage is an even spread right across the board. No multiple goal scorers for the Eastern Devils. It's goals to Heal, Perkins, Casey, Jess Foster and Lambert for Diamond Creek. It's goals to Chochi, Cat Smith and Sibonella. So as repeated, no multiple goal scorers. All singles right across the board. Meg Hutchins leading the uh, Devils back out to the ground. And of course, they're talking about this opportunity. If they win today, they'll be 4-1 and, and can and cement uh, second position on the table. For uh, Diamond Creek, they're looking to get back into the uh, top four and need this win today as they're being led back out onto the ground. And of course, uh, after today's game, each side would have played each other once. Remember that in Premier Division, we're playing 15 rounds this season and each side will play each other three times so this is the first time round out of the three and of course next week the competition by for all grades that is premier division right down to development south east and west where of course we have the uh, afl exhibition matches and then we'll be back again uh for the weekend of uh june one and uh, pardon me uh, that would be the uh, end of may should i say 30 31 and then of course we'll have another competition by that of course is during the queen's birthday long weekend where there'll be two state representative matches. There'll be a representative game on Friday, June 5th. That game being played at the main stadium in WA between uh, Western Australia and the first of the two Victorian sides. Uh, that game will be a curtain raiser between Fremantle and Richmond. And then on the Sunday, uh, uh, time and ground to be confirmed will be the second Victorian side and they will be taking on New South Wales ACT. So that's two state games, just a few weekends away and of course uh, we've put the feelers out there to the WAWFL hopefully we'll be able to get across to Perth to call that game but if not at least we'll be hopefully calling the Victoria New South Wales ACT game on that Queen's birthday weekend. Yeah Pete plenty coming up isn't there the calendar is jam packed there is a lot of women's footy coming our way and of course you will just want to be jumping on to girlsplayfooty.com every single morning to just keep up to date with all of it. Of course, terrific write-ups on uh, the NT South Australia game. Uh, sounds like it was an absolute beauty. You can catch uh, the South replay Australia. online as well. Absolutely, and South Australia getting the cash. It was a terrific game of footy as we get underway. Back here at the VWFL game of the day, match of the day, I should say, in the centre square. Scott pursued by Williams for the Creekers. Scott goes back to regather. Now pushing the back, perhaps. Or legged. Free kick to the Creekers. Word around the traps, Pete, is that Nat Fife's thrown his Brownlow in the bin. <laughs> Gone out and tripped someone, and that's the end of that. So be able to watch that on all your good local news services tonight. But for now, we're at the footy. And it's an absolute beauty in the VWFL. Mowood bundled over on the mark. Ball towards full forward. Seven at the back. Kicks the goal. Bit easy, bit soft. Just to the back of the pack. Lawrence doing the damage there. And she did get the ball over the back line. She got that free kick, and there just seems to be a bit of breeze there, Pete. That just carried that two or three extra metres. And a very poor start there for the Devils. The Creekers cut the margin to three points. Well, they've come flying out of the blocks and making it an entertaining contest here. Of course, that is thanks to the Rising Sun Hotel, Swan Street in Richmond. Have one at the Riser when you're on the way to the MCG. In fact, uh, after you watch the women's game, you could probably have a few at the Riser as well. As uh, the umpire has to wait for the ball to come on back. 
And then, of course, uh, we'll be uh, underway what's, again. What's this, Pete? I'm just reading in my notes that uh, next week's match is to be confirmed, whether well, it'll well, be Diamond next Creek. Next uh, well, next round. Whether it's to be Diamond Creek, Darabin, or Melbourne Union, Eastern Devils. Maybe we should put that out to Twitter and, and go for the votes. And, that could uh, be an interesting call. That could be very interesting. Because I've got no idea. We should. We actually should make a poll on that because that's, that's a good... We've already done Diamond Creek and Darabin, but that could be a good contest. But at the same time, we haven't done Melbourne Union, Eastern Devils, and that was the thing that set this whole premiership season in motion uh, when they met in round one. As the uh, ball is back in the middle of the ground, it's all locked up, and we'll call for a ball up. That could be a very interesting tactic. We'll have a poll on girlsplayfooty.com. Uh, what are we hashtagging, Pete? Uh, just uh, brainstorming. We'll, we'll, we'll come up after the AFL exhibition match, and we might just see if we can set up a uh, pick an option poll. Lovely. Can you do that on Twitter, Pete? Yes, I, I think you can do it on Facebook, though. Facebook? Oh, Facebook. It's all about Facebook these days, isn't Indeed. it? Indeed. As uh, Williams tried to get it out of the pack, her uh, hand pass was partially smothered. Sound like though. 106, don't I? And uh, quickly got it across, looking for the loins direction. How's As the sun, Pete? Yeah, blares off the uh, signage. It's doing great for me. Jochi tries to get onto it. McNamara's back there. Got the little hand pass while under pressure. Hutchins shook one off, then went long up the line towards the settling position on the outer side. Haynes went flying for the pill. Ooh. Couldn't quite hang onto it. Now it's pop free here for the Devils. A long kick in. Here comes Perkins. Just went through her hands. Ball went out the back door. Foot race on Corrigan trying to create the pressure. She's slapping the ball in front of herself. Oh. Trent came after her. Dumped her afterwards. Umpire missed it. Ball close towards the pocket. Coming through there and creating the contrast. Brazali. She goes to ground. Perkins over the top. She wants to extract it. The umpire comes in and says, I'll have the ball and we'll throw it up. Here went for the little back heel there. She went for the uh, little change thinking. of direction. No doubt a soccer player in a past life. As uh, the ball is tossed back up and it's just snapped in board there by Casey, but to no real avail or advantage. But the umpire off the footy is given a free kick and it's going to Chochi. Gee whiz. Talk about the good players getting a freeze. <laughs> Don't you go there again. <laughs> We'll get letters. Hey, wait, we'll hey, get letters. Hey, Pete, if I was a good player, I'd be taking the freeze too, but I, I wasn't. Uh, <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Shotchi, oh, got round uh, Perkins, then kicked it long up the line, was heading in the Williams' direction, came off hands. Out there, this Gretchy just put both the ball. Partly it was uh, Barton, who went oh, long towards the half-forward flank position. Came off the hands of started, couldn't control it. Williams had just not stripped out of her hands. Luck was the fortune as Barton came charging through again, trying to keep it at the feet there is Cat Smith. Smith was being held onto by Murray with the oh, ball spilled free. Picked off by Trent, who did it across to Muller, who tried to get the don't argue, but got dumped afterwards, and the umpire said, you were G-O-N-E gone. Yeah, that was a sling tackle. That was a bit dangerous. And a free kick ends up in the hands of Lauren Brazali, and she is in front of our broadcast position. Brazali on the right peg, goes around the outer side, and looking for Bernardi, who takes the mark on the lead in the mitts, shielding her eyes from the sun as she did so, and she kicks into the player on the mark, touched off the boot, umpire ways, play on. Clearing kick, looking for Muller, only as far as... Barden, who marks 50 out from home, has the awkward kicking style, so he's only got about 30 yards on it, but a beautiful pass. Finds Sibinella, just sat it up, and Sibinella takes the mark, 35 to 40 metres out, directly in front, and she'll be shooting for the lead for the Creekers. And out of that whole set of play, moving it up there, Barden got at least three or four possessions. Yeah, and she is, she is an accumulator, and one of those players who is as fit as a Melly Bull and will come into it as long as the game goes. Kick a goal from Sibinella is just an absolute ripper. She's got her third, never in doubt. Couple of paces and just spanked it over the goal umpire's hat. So the Creekers regain the lead, and it's a handy lead at that because. 
to regain the lead at the five-minute mark of the third quarter, kicking with the aid of a very slight breeze. But as we've seen so far in this game, I reckon eight of the ten goals have been kicked to the southern end or the Waverley end of the ground, and they lead it by three points. 5-4-34 to 5-7-37, of course. That's thanks to the Rising Sun Hotel. Swan Street in Richmond. Seems like a go for a froppy there right now as the umpire has the ball in the middle of the ground. Those kind of conditions, isn't it, Pete? Go down and watch Collingwood and Richmond and maybe you just tune into the last quarter of this while uh, while that goes on. It just sounds like a great afternoon. And McNamara popped it in long towards the forward line at the feet of Perkins who couldn't quite pick it up. Tried to get all the hurried hand pass and they're stolen by Haynes. Got it to Chochi. Chochi got it on the right Good boot. Hit. Went out towards the wing position. A little too much juice on there too for the player to get underneath it. And Kennedy he has to come charging out. But it's Hutchins who picks it up all class. Gets on the right boot. Goes long towards the half-forward flank position. Went over the head. Darcy at the back. She's uh, hanging close towards the boundary line. Had plenty of support there. That was just Foster. Go off the hand pass. Then the kick. Looking in the Perkins direction. Fell two metres short and was easily picked off. And a chance here for the Creekers to try and come out of defence. Will they go up the line to go the switch? No, nope, they're going straight up the line. Up the line. And a long ball at that. Carries to the back of the pack and is punched to the front where Ernst lays the tackle. And the umpire will surely be forced to come in. No, just almost forced clear. Saxton came in. Little kick away from Lambert for the Devils. Inside attacking 50. Darcy hasn't had an inch today. Got the handball away in the nick of time. Was held on to. And the free kick will come back. Or will it be? It's almost, it's actually paid as downfield because that's how long she was hung on to. So it's a free kick to Kavanagh. Right half forward. Looking for Perkins on the lead. And raises the ball over her head to claim the mark. And she's oh, 30 out. Well, it Deep was, in the right foot pocket. It was an awkward matchup there because Charlotte Dillon was going with her and uh, she just hasn't had the shape and, and presence of a Moorcroft. She would have been able to get a fist in there to try and punch it clear. And Charlotte Dillon's gone with a dodgy deodorant today because she hasn't had an opponent all day. She's been the plus one and Corrigan's been the plus two. They've had plenty back there. Forced to go one-on-one and couldn't get the job done. Although she's been a very good player today, Dillon. Now coming in, Perkins. She's, she's shaped that left to right on purpose. That's almost arrogant. <laughs> she's done that on purpose. She's kicked that off the instep hang, hang to go on. left to right. Hang on. Now the umpire's blown the whistle. Come in, waiting for the uh, goal umpire, waiting for the all-clear. Bit of a chat. Point. Oh, no. So just the one behind. <laughs> Maybe talk about per- wrecking. Talk about wrecking the commentator's call there. Well, you know what Perkins might have done with all good full f- f- forwards do. They do the old clap of "I've kicked it, I've kicked it." Look like a goal from here, Pete. Well, I'm a pretty good judge, if I don't say so myself. Well, who knows? But we're on the wrong angle. As uh, back to Chochi, two points, the margin. Chochi knocked it out of the hands, and then got went back in and caught it again. That's class. Hand pass over the top, laws away. Here's one bounce. Tries to burn off someone and does well. Rosali kicks it long towards the forward line. Went through the hands of Cat Smith. Wants the ball to bounce to her. Look out! Here comes Hutchins. She receives. Oops. Tries to get a hand pass away while she was spun around. Murrowood there as well. Williams close towards the boundary line. Loins is lurking nearby. Bernardi picks it up. Which Straight up and straight this. down with the kick. Crashed oh. the pack. Hutchins came through. Brought the ball to ground. Nearly ran into her teammate. Ball close towards the boundary line. It will go out now as Loins looks on. Yeah, Hutchins, she was stiff there. The sun was right in her eyes. She, but she had to go. She wouldn't have been able to see it at all. Two points to difference. 5-7-37 Diamond Creek. Eastern Devils 5-5-35. Thanks to the Rising Sun Hotel in Richmond. Hutchins takes it out of the pack. It's a hurry kick to the boot on ball. Brazali comes out afterwards. Tries to kick it along and keep it moving. Ernst goes in these. Get across to Saxton. Brazali keeps oh. it go again. Queens up another one on the way through. Close towards the boundary line as uh, Casey is there. 
there and we'll see it out. And we'll throw it in right in front of the coach's bench, 50 metres out from the Creekers goal. No place for the faint-hearted in there, Pete. Probably be tossed back in. Plenty around this. It's a very short throw-in and it'll be reloaded. So Carney and Ernst to go at it. Probably throw a blanket over a good two dozen players here. 24 for those of you mathematically challenged. All that went to Broadmeadows High School with Pete. Hello. Primary school, I should say. Ball toss back in back of the pack. Ernst just gathered it on the bounce but couldn't get the handball away and the Devils will clear. They get it up towards half forward where Darcy's one on three. And coming out to take the mark was Corrigan. Just no mucking around whatsoever. Kicked it back to whence it came. Off the boot there of Saxton. Now Muller comes in. Bounce evades her. Iang's in there. Couldn't come up with it. Little smash. Iang goes back in. Muller's in there. She's dumped. Umpire says, I'll have it. And it'll be a bounce right in front of the Devils bench as they all look on down there in the right half-forward flank at the Creekers attacking end for this term. Ernst goes up in the contest, brings the ball to ground, charging through. Oh, maybe a little throw there, if no, you don't mind. No, on. play on. I thought by land by, by Campbell and moved forward by uh, Ainge, who got cut off by Moorcroft, and Moorcroft went back in board. Uh, Ainge was lurking around there, couldn't quite get onto the pill. Saxton got it out there to Koika. Ainge nearly oh, got her. Got, got it, it out in the nick of time, managing to get it onto the 48, and Seekham delivered forward in towards the hot spot. He here comes, uh, here comes Sabanella. Tries to get a little hair pass going to Cat Smith. Smith against the boundary oh, well line. Done. Slapped it across. That's a smart little tap. Here's the shot on goal from Bernardi. Well done. Bernardi gets her first. And then the lead goes out to 8 points. 6 7 43 to 5 5 35. 11 minutes gone in the third term. Thanks to the Rising Sun Hotel, Swan Street, Richmond. Gee whiz, hasn't Catherine Smith just been absolutely sensational today? She is well and truly in the running to get the best player on the ground. She has just been terrific. It hasn't necessarily been disposals or or shepherds or any of that sort of stuff. It's just been the tap-ons. It's been the marks. It's just she's done the 50% of the game, Pete, that a lot of people can't do, and she's done it exquisitely. As we wait for the ball to come back, 11 and a half minutes gone, third term, and uh, the Creekers, uh, all the momentum with them at the moment. Got to buy me raffle tickets, Pete. We'll have to... Uh you have to take over for us. Yeah? <laughs> yeah, raffle tickets. You're feeling guilty after I brought the social membership last time round. As we throw it up in the air, we'll go again. And uh, ball brought to ground. Williams went charging through. Bardner's going to be there to it first. She's got fresh off down the bench. And tried to get a hurry kick away, but uh, she got caught. The umpire said holding the pill. Incorrect Ends up with Hannah Scott. Hannah Scott now with it at uh, centre-half back. Looking for some options. Wants to go straight down the line to centre-half forward. Heels the one that's dropping out the back. And she almost got it. She has. She's taken the Mark. She read it best, the Canadian. Perko wants it long. 50 metres out. Now goes in the Perkins direction with Moorcroft. One-on-one. Nearly pulled it in. Moorcroft went charging at her. Haynes came in. Third person in the contest. And it's all wrapped up. Perkins handling a cab saying they might be holding the ball. The umpire saying none of it. We'll have a bounce. 35 metres out from goal. Ball tossed up. Moorcroft and Perkins. Moorcroft the tap. And only as far down there as McNamara. In fact, it was Jess Foster. Now, uh, working in the phone box down there was... Moorcroft and she gets the free kick it'll be downfield against Perkins oh no it'll come back to Moorcroft she'll have it in the left back pocket in the shadows 
of the trees on the outer side. Gives the handball away and the ball comes towards centre-half back in search of Williams. Dangerous kick. Iang with a footy. Oh, just couldn't gather. Now does. Gets on the right. Dodges a couple. Now kicks towards full forward where there's no one at home for the Devils. Although it's a dodgy bouncing footy down there. Trend. Big bump late on her. Umpire was happy with it. Clearing kick only as far as Murrowood, but good grab. Coming in from the side, Loins takes the mark for the Creekers at right half back. Loins right in front of our broadcast position. Now gets on the right boot. Goes towards the pack situation. Here comes Hutchins. Got the fist in there and saw the ball go over the boundary line and out of bounds. That's where we'll have a throw in. Eight points the difference. Diamond Creek 6-7-43. Eastern Devils 5-5-35. Nearly 14 minutes gone. Third quarter. As it looks like Darcy's coming off injured. Keep an eye on that as the ball is there with Carney to Lambert. Smothered and all wrapped up. The umpire's going to call for another ball up. Yeah, you got the strapping on the ankle, Pete. And it looks like it might have gone again. So Darcy's gone for a day by the look of it. As Carney, Ainge is there on hands and knees fighting for it. Seems Haynes might be in there. They don't want to let go of that pill. How's Iang or Angel, however we call her name, just get thrown out the side of the pack and straight back in she went. Head down. No mucking around. Ball up in the air. Gretsch goes up versus Carney. Tucked up by Williams. Williams goes in the loins direction. Oh, waited for it. Red bedded by Murrowwood. Oh, she's wearing loins like a glove and doing well. Charlotte uh, Dillon nearly had it. Tried to get it to a teammate who got oh, bowled over. Pressure. Haynes there has to go back in again. Almost Dived on it. here. Umpire's coming around and says no, no prior opportunity. Very lucky. And will call for a ball up as she was wrapped up by Perkins. 35 metres out from goal. Devils need a number up here. They've got to get the discipline right. As the ball is tossed up and Perkins won the tap. Plenty around it here for the Creekers. And the handball almost came out the back there. I think it might have been Casey in there who lost her footing. Umpire says will bounce it. 40 out from the attacking goal of the Devils. Girlsplayfooty.com radio. Lovely Sunday afternoon. It's great to be with you. It's a fantastic game, this, between the Creekers and the Devils. As getting thrown off it out of the pack was Heel. And it'll be a free kick to Corrigan. Advantage paid around the outer side up towards half forward. Off the deck. Did well. Kept it in front of herself. Loins down there at working overtime. But Hutchins comes back. Just paddles it towards the line. Wants the line. Nil decided to keep it in. Only as far as Sibinella. Now back to Hutchins to Murrowood who gets on her right foot when she should have kicked on her left. But did well. And it found Iang. But uh, Murrowood is hurt. Ainge now gets on the right, goes long up the line. Oh, the kick was taken though by Barton. And Barton now has the pill. Gets on the right boot. Sends it inside forward 50. Coming across his car. He got the fist in there. Loins trying to put it on the left. How's the ball bouncing? It's awkward. Sibinella trying to bump away an opponent. But seeing it through for a point though is Spinlow. Just escorts it through. 6-8-44 Diamond Creek. Eastern Devils 5-5-35. 16 minutes gone in this third quarter. Thanks to the rise. Sun Hotel, Swan yeah. Street, Richmond. Murrowood in the hands of the trainers, Pete. She'd be a huge loss with Darcy also. Two down, yeah. That would be an enormous loss. Oh, Sibinella smothered it on the mark. She encroached. The umpire wasn't interested. Now Sibinella lays over the top. Couldn't be wrestled off it. Coming in to lend a hand is Loins. She'll come up with it now. No, she doesn't. Got little handball away, handball away from Lambert to Iang. Kick smothered. Muller's in there to help out. Could have got one high. Then she looks for the line. And it'll be a throw in 50 round from the Eastern Devils attacking goal as Murrowood comes to the bench. Very, very ginger. She's going straight to the rooms. This is... And another one's down as well. 
There's another player down for the Eastern Devils. They are dropping like nine pins at the moment. Talk about bad luck. They had Darcy go down. Mowat goes down the bench That's limping. That's Carney, the ruck woman. And Carney's now down as well. And they're calling out the trainers who are literally having to run out from just after dropping off Mowat. The trainers have literally had to run back to Carney. Talk about it. I think what? she's okay, though. I think it's she might have just caught one in the scone. She's uh, sitting up now, and she looking okay through your goggles? Yeah, I think she'll be all right. And just uh, make sure the teeth are there, make sure the jaw is right, pop the mouth guard back in and get on with it. And uh, looks like she's just running to the bench for a quick little spell. But, jeez, if she had to be taken off, you'd be like, jeez, talk about a run of injuries in five minutes. I've never seen anything like it. Oh, they took about nine pins. Ball oh, toss back into play, geez. earns the tap, and then trying to take advantage of the creek as it's quick, it just whacks it towards goal. Plenty of numbers working in the forward pocket. Laying on top of it down there is Bernardi. And it'll be a bounce deep in the right forward pocket. Creek is in attack. They lead by nine points. They kicked the last three of the game. Ernst came in, gave away the free. And it'll be a free kick to Perkins in the left-back pocket. It's coming in to control things, the big perk. And Perkins goes on the right boot. It's a wobbler. Goes towards the uh, halfback flank, but worked out okay. Lux of Fortune, Stephanie Carroll. And Carroll gets on the right boot, puts it up high. It's a skyscraper. There's Corrigan to try to get her hands on it. Coxon took it. Oh, and then Coxon kicked it into the crowd. And then it took out a poor woman sitting on the bench. <laughs> she had copped it right in the face. She tried to kick the banana, and as she was pushed, it came off the instep, and <laughs> it just went at right angles. <laughs> Oh dear, Corrigan has the resulting kick back into play. And she puts it up high. It's a bit of a helicopter kick. Hutchins tried to park herself underneath it. Went through her hands. Ball on the ground. Looking around there is Cat Smith. Hutchins goes in again and the umpire says, uh, I'll call for a ball up as Perkins watches on. 45 metres out from the Creekers goal there. Leading by nine points. 19 minutes gone, third quarter. They really need to settle here, the Devils. They just keep kicking into the Creekers swarm. As Saxton comes through and gets a kick away, only as far as Hutchins, who shrugs a tackle. Now the ball's hacked outside, defensive 50 again. Numbers with the Creekers. Ball to the back, Haynes got the handball away, but only as far as Trend. Oh, Trend, Havlin, Havlin dumped, then got a handball back to Trend. Look at the numbers for the Creekers around this. If they can hold this up, the Devils, they've done enough. And they do. It'll be a bounce. Centre wing, edge of the square. Right in front of our commentary position on girlsplayfooty.com radio, we have played almost 20 minutes in the third term. Chachi tries to come charging through, can't get onto it. McNamara in her 100th game, gets a pass to Ainge. Ainge now has to go quickly to Perkins. Perkins put it on the right, and it nearly brought rain, this kick. It went about 20 metres up and down, in towards the middle of the ground. Chachi's going to lead in the foot race here, but managing to get in front of her and get the little hurry kick in there is Kavanagh. She was heading towards the boundary oh, line. Chachi going with her, gets a little hand pass out, getting to Haynes. Haynes comes back in board, had to be good with a kick, cleaned over a few. Koika is there, received it on the bounce, gave up the little hand pass. Here's the long kick towards the forward line. Went out the back door. Who's going to be first to it? Bernardi leading in the foot race. Trying to kick it out of midair. Got it back again. Was it touched? Nah. The goal umpire is there. Sent it through. Yeah, that was the danger, Pete. They opened the game up, the Devils. They managed to clear the footy. And then it was 2-1-2 two two inside the attacking 50 going back over their heads. And well done by Steph Chochi at, at half-back. She, she out-muscled her opponent uh, in Mon Kavanagh. Just nudged her off the footy at the, at the right time gathers it and uh, slingshots it back inside for, for Diamond Creek and, and that was always going to be the difference today, those little 50-50s those crucial moments and Diamond Creek have won four or five of those in the third term and 
You add uh, you add the Eastern Devils lost players to injury in, in the third term, and it's all starting to stack up. Ernst the tap back in the centre of the ground. We're underway. Regathers her own footy. She's dumped immediately. Umpire circling and calls for it or calls holding the ball lying on top of it. So against Ernst, and it looks like it's a, a free kick to Scott in there. In fact, it's Jamie Lambert with a footy. Gets onto the right and just loads it up towards full forward. Heel came out. Athletic leap took the mark. Has trend on her own going back, but Corrigan just covers it up. Now gives the handball away to Perkins, who loads uh, it up from 55. Uh, it'll be a practice shot because it'll have to come back. 25-metre penalty. Yeah, indeed. And against against Chochi and... So running through the mark? Chochi doesn't know what it's for. Not too sure. Maybe. So she'll come to about... She was 45 out, so she's now 20 out, if the umpire's measured it correctly. And that seems to be the way it's gone. So heel. This is huge. You cannot miss this. Three minutes to go. Third turn. Trailing by 15 points. Directly in front. Kick at goal. Looks good and is good. Needed it. Game was on the line. Kicks the goal, Kendra Heel. And the margin is cut to nine points with two and a half minutes remaining in the third term. The Creekers, they've tried to put them away, but they haven't quite got the job done just yet. So back to nine points, seven, eight to six, five. And it's all thanks to the Rising Sun Hotel, Swan Street Richmond, sponsors of the Devils. And the boundary umpire to bring the football back now to the field umpire, and then we'll get underway. We'll probably have about two minutes of play remaining before the three-quarter time siren. It's been a ripper of a game out here at Mulgrave Reserve, and so far it's the Creekers with their noses in front. I think Perkins is just going to run straight into Ernst here. A bit of old school, no mucking around. Let's see what happens. Perkins versus Ernst. Haynes in the centre, doing a little bit of pushing and shoving. Ernst is the one that comes charging through. Slaps the ball to ground. Koika got the little hand pass out to Williams. Here's a set play, moving it forward through the hands of Bernardo. And partly Lloyd's who trashing the pack. Ball is on the ground. Simonella, look out for her. Ball is now being trying to extract it by Choch. Ainge is there as well. Minute and a half to go before the three-quarter time siren. Ainge still fighting hard for it. Got uh, Muller there for support if she can get to her. And the umpire's blown the whistle and says, nah, it's all locked in as Lambert came over the top. We'll pull it up 50 metres out from the Creekers' goal. Ball tossed up. Margin nine points. Creekers' lead. Perkins in the 50-50. Just reefed it away from Ernst in there. Now Muller's got it. Has Koika for company. Can't release. And there'll be a bounce. Almost in exactly the same position as moments ago. As the ball is tossed up. Perkins the body work. Ernst the leap. Perkins just needs to position herself a little further under the footy. And she'll try and come in and help out here as we're in the the shadows of the Eastern Devils bench as Saxton came in, picked it up, tackled by two or three, and we'll leave it to the clearance specialist in Peter Holden to get us out of this little rut. 40 seconds to go before the three-quarter time siren. Ernst gets the jump, red best by Muller, who got dumped straight away, head over hill style, and the umpire comes in and says, I'll call for another bounce. 30 seconds remaining. There's a chance for a goal, you think, for the Creekers out of this play. If they can get a clear possession, Perkins wins it. Hutchins trying to take it away. Ainge had it momentarily. Ernst trying to rip it out of her hands. But Ainge will not give it up. She is going in there and locks it in. The umpire will call for a ball up. 13 seconds to go before the uh, 
three-quarter time siren. It would have to be a quick snap on goal out of this for there to be any score to be added to the scoreboard. And it almost is. Saxton had it, but then got dumped straight away. Williams is there. They look for the boundary line. That's what they find. And any moment the siren will sound for three-quarter time here at Mulgrave Reserve. And the Creekers will take a nine-point lead into the break as the ball is thrown back into play. A few seconds of being hit by the scoreboard because the scoreboard's slightly out from the time clock. Going through there is Ainge. She's just burying in for it. Tries to get the hand pass out. She couldn't do so. Muller there as well. Got knocked over. Hutchins. Umpire says holding. And it's the Devil's way. Devil's free kick. And we wait for Muller to go with the hand pass. Gave it off to her teammate who loaded up and went long towards the uh, wing position. Ball uh, bounced free. Coming up in the picket off there, though, is the uh, seven there for Diamond Creek. Coming back in board to Haynes. Haynes now bursts away as the siren sounds. That is three-quarter time. Scoreboard went about 50 seconds longer, so it just must be slightly out of sync there with the clock. And Diamond Creek, 7-8-50, leading the Eastern Devils, 6-5-41, thanks to the Rising Sun Hotel in Swan Street, Richmond. Daniel Hill will head out towards the Diamond Creek huddle to uh, check out things there. Is he going to head out to the Devils? No, Diamond Creek, because you're with the Devils at the other break. And uh, he'll see what he can hear from Brad Liederman as they try to hold on to that lead. But as Dan suggested... Uh, it was, of course, uh, the southern end of the ground that seems to be the scoring end, and the Devils are going to have that. Uh, Dan, if you can hear me, the question is, of course, do the Devils have enough on their legs with two injured on the bench? Yes, Pete, that is the major question, and we saw Diamond Creek maybe start to run over the top even in the third quarter. Now that they're two down on the bench, gee, it's going to take a huge, huge effort. But, uh, well, nine points, as I said, that was a huge, huge goal uh, to cut it to the nine points and then to hold on because the ball was uh, in their defensive half, the Devils, for the last minute and a half. So, gee, I'll tell you what, they've, they're they hanging on by the skin of their teeth, but I think they'll need to kick the first one, and they've probably only got two goals in them. They'll need to keep Diamond Creek to, uh, to a goalless quarter if they're going to win this one. We'll take the opportunity to take a break here on girlsplayfooty.com. At three-quarter time, the Crickers are leading the Devils by nine points. Diamond Creek Women's Football Club are proudly supported by Jets Greensboro and Lorimer. Jets is a 24-7 gym that offers no lock-in contracts, low rates and access to over 250-plus clubs across Australia. For those looking to improve your health and fitness and looking to train indoors throughout this winter, head down and see the team at either Jets Greensboro or Lorimer. Mention the Diamond Creek Women's Football Club and we'll waive the $89 joining fee. It's that easy. Diamond Creek Women's Football Club, powered by Jets. Come on, Creekers! Hi, I'm Gabby Hollows. Help the Fred Hollows Foundation continue my husband's work. $25 can help someone see again. Please call 1-800-352-352 or visit hollows.org.au. Are you tired of hearing about the volume discounts and other benefits being given to big companies while you struggle with the cost of running your small business? Take a look at BizSave Australia, offering its members real savings on goods and services that they already purchase. For less than $1 per week, you can take advantage of BizSave's buying group benefits too. Visit bizsave.com.au for more information. BizSave Australia, real savings for Australian businesses. This is Danny Green. On a night out just like this, take it from me. One punch can be deadly. Thrown in anger, without warning, without gloves, it can kill. One punch. 
can end their loss and ruin yours. It takes grunt to throw it. It takes guts to walk away. One punch can be deadly. Authorised and spoken by Danny Green, Perth. The symptoms of ovarian cancer sound like part of every woman's life. Abdominal bloating, abdominal or back pain, appetite loss, changes in toilet habits, unexplained weight gain or loss, indigestion or heartburn and fatigue. But if these symptoms are unusual for you and they persist, please see your doctor. For more information, visit the Ovarian Cancer Program website at nbocc.org.au. Live across the web, this is the girlsplayfooty.com match of the day. And welcome back here. It's a nine-point lead to Diamond Creek over the Eastern Devils. Let's see if we can go into the huddle now with Dan Hill listening in on Brad Lederman. But what we then need to do is then work hard for each other. Get across, put a block on, get a block, put a punch on. The ball locked in the four line. The communication needs to lift. It was pretty good that corner. It needs to go another level this quarter. Okay? Direct communication out there, making sure the wall is... We were slow to get the zone happening. We need to walk down there with the zone. Four yeah, down, yeah, open. I was, I was yeah, lots, lots and lots, 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 lots of runs. Okay. Yep. Come on, get up the bench. Hit them hard. Yes. Fight up this last corner. We'll come away with a win. Come on. There we are, Dan Hill, uh, listening into the huddle for uh, Brad Letterman. They can uh, sense, can't they, that victory might be in the air, but nine points isn't enough to say that you're home. That was way too calm and collected for my liking, Pete. I think they know they've got this one wrapped up, but, uh, yes, maybe a bit of complacency setting in. (laughs) Surely not. Big call, big call there from Daniel Hill. And uh, for the Devils, this is their home deck. Can they uh, come home and uh, pinch the victory? We do have a three-quarter time score, we should say, from uh, Tin Alley, where uh, the Muggers 90 lead St Albans 7. So an 83-point lead to Melbourne Uni over the uh, St Albans Spurs in uh, that match. And we'll uh, give you the details of the uh, Sharks-Falcons game. As soon as we hear the halftime score of that game was the Falcons leading the Sharks by 26 points. 7850 Diamond Creek, Eastern Devils 6541. Let's have a look at how they're lining up at the moment because it looks like Carney is still off and therefore Perkins will start uh, in the ruck for the Eastern Devils for this final term. Yeah, not a bad reshuffle, Pete. That means Heel goes to full forward. Um, it leaves Moorcroft having to play on Muller at half forward. It's, it's not such a bad move. Ball tossed up in the centre of the ground. Uh, Perkins won the tap. Free kick will go the way of the Creekers. And it's gone to Barden, who's in the centre circles. Kicks on the right foot. They're trying to sell us raffle tickets here still. <laughs> Can we buy them after the final sign? That's the question. Ball into centre-half forward. Full forward now as it dribbles over the back. Sibinella, a fresh air shot. Socket through for one behind. Rushed. Moves the margin out to ten points. And... They'll do anything to sell the raffle tickets down here at the Eastern Devils. <laughs> Might have to buy a few afterwards, but it's good to see. Uh, foot kick out from full back to be taken by Spinlut. And when I said complacency, Pete, I just, I don't know, I just expected... A bit of a rev up? Yeah, and a lot of, yeah, I don't know. It was just, 
to quiet and calm as the ball is taken away by Hutchins. Now you've got to stick to the structures. Off the back flank to Lambert. Lambert now gets the hand pass over the top going back to uh, Hutchins. He's got it on the right boot. Went long up the line. Angers there but uh, leading her in front was Corrigan who saw the ball over the boundary line and out of bounds. Ten points the difference. Diamond Creek 7-9-51. Eastern Devil 6-5-41 and uh, we have played just uh, a minute and a bit into this final term. This quarter thanks to Jets, Greensboro and Lorimer. Sponsors of the Creekers coming in there with a big fist forward. Got it to Ange. Ange now kicks it long and awards the forward line. Here comes Hill chasing after it. Had to try and watch the bounce. Turned her opponent inside out. She's in the pocket. Thought about going off the ground. Then went to try and pick it up and she was shoveled over the boundary line and out of bounds. Jeez, that, that had... It was a 10% chance to bounce on a 45-degree angle to her left, and that's the way it went. Anywhere else, it was a guaranteed goal. So unlucky. Jeez, they exposed them there, though, the Eastern Devils. Quick movement inside and plenty of space. Ball's tossed back in. Perkins, little flick over the back. Been doing that all afternoon. They haven't woken up to it, though, the Devils. As coming through Ernst, maybe a push in the back umpire, waving play on. Ian goes in to help out. She's been working overtime all day. Barden's in there for the Creekers. It's all locked up. And we'll have a bounce. 35 metres out, directly in front of the Eastern Devils goal, kicking towards the southern end or the Waverley Park end in this final term. It's the scoring end, Pete. And it's all locked up at the moment as Choch looks on and uh, umpire says, uh, look, we're going to call for another ball up 35 metres out from goal. As a little Deutsch hound is unhappy with the resulting attention it's getting as the ball is thrown up. There comes Haynes, who tried to get a little cheeky hand pass out, was looking for Williams. Haynes joins charge through, couldn't quite pick it up. Bumped off the football there, Hannah Scott, couldn't quite pick it up. Oh, ducking and weaving through traffic there was smart footy from the uh, from the Creekers. Only went though as far as uh, the player in Muller, who kicked it straight back in towards the half-forward flank position. Bernardi goes in there, she tries to extract it. Fighting in hard with her is Tracy Ashley, and the umpire's going to call for a ball up on the Devils' half forward flank, 50 metres out from goal. Three minutes gone, they're down by 10 points. Scott was ready to be third up, but Williams blocked the run. Perkins won the tap. Scott goes back in, pushing the back. Umpire said no in the side, and now they're writhing around on the deck, and the umpire says, I'll have it, thank you very much. Tossed up, half forward. Devils still in attack. Perkins, this time the front position, won the tap. Hutchins came through, didn't have it. Umpire wave play on. Ernst goes in. Might have dragged it back under. Umpire circles and says no. All fair in the contest. Another bounce at half forward. And Pete, your, your record today, your, your standing record is 66% of clearing these away. I wish you luck again. Thanks, someone's keeping stats. Ernst versus Perkins. Perkins got the little backhander in there. Ernst managed to do 75. the roving work. Oh, she tried to get a kick away and it ran straight into her opponent. But the ball's built free to Barton. Barton now puts it out towards the opposite wing position. Bernardi comes chasing out afterwards. Bernardi having to go in the foot race here with Alice Ryan. Ryan tries to turn her inside out. Put the head over the ball. She got wrapped up. Here comes the cavalry. And the umpire says no prior opportunity. We'll call for a ball up between centre wing and half forward flank for the Creekers. Out of sight here at Mulgrave Reserve. Four minutes gone, final term. Perkins is chasing out the ball, throws it up in the air. Ernst went with her, ball popped out to Bonani, got it on the right boot, went towards the half-board line and was cut off. It all run down! Santa Scott tried to burst away, didn't hear the footsteps are coming and those footsteps were those of Katie Loins. So Loins reloads and goes inside the attacking 50, ball to the back of the pack. Hutchins is calling for the game to be stopped because Iang's down, but they've just kept on going on with it, and the Kriegers have kicked a goal. And I th- was it Sibinella down there, or was it was it Brazali kicking the goal, Pete? Brazali. Brazali gets the goal. 
And Iang's in a lot of trouble on the outer side. Little smash Iang. She's going to get lifted off the ground, probably by only one. I think she's the last on the bench. She said, no, you're not going to lift me off. I'm going to walk off, get stuffed. It's kind of player she is. She's hard as nails, despite her small frame. And literally be four foot one. Yeah, and Coxon will have to come on for her. And, and uh, that's, that's it, I think. That, that's it. I think they're out of a bench. I think they've got no bench. So the Devils, you can say that they've gone toe-to-toe with the Kriegers today, but just simply they've run out of players. <laughs> it doesn't help, does it? No, it doesn't. 8 nine fifty seven Diamond Creek, Eastern Devils 6 five forty one five and a half gone in this uh, final term. Chachi's first to get the ball, but stripped out of her hands by Hannah Scott. Goes towards the half-forward line oh, through the leg there of Corrigan. Now they can get onto the pill here. They might be able to create something. Haynes gets the one in the back. The umpire says it's fair. They all jump in, and now they're going to call for a ball up. Racing in there was Muller, and we'll have the ball thrown. In fact, it was Dylan on the bottom of that pack as the ball is up in the air again. There's Perkins versus Ernst. Perkins got the pill back. Went 20 metres up and 20 metres down. Walker got up underneath it. Heel was there. And Corrigan cleans it up at the back. Goes towards the half-back flank on the outer side. Coming through there is Lynch. Quick as a whippet. Got the ball in the right boot. Going in the Haynes direction. She's trying to be first player in front. Got turned inside out. Muller is back there as well. In fact, it was uh, Hutchins who now puts in the direction Perk. of Perkins. Have a shot. Perkins turns around 55 oh. metres out. Got bowled over as she tried to get her kick away. But it lands in the hands of McNabar, the 100 gamer. McNabar for about 40 metres out. Goes in the heel direction. She did the unusual banana kick. Not a bad result. Went out of bounds. And now they can set up about two metres around from the point post. They're attacking deep in their forward line. Six and a half minutes gone final term. Diamond Creek by 16 points. Sounds like they're going to put a new battery in Iang and just send her back out there. She looks like she's recovered, which is handy for for the Eastern Devils at this point. Down to half on the bench, you might say, with Iang getting, uh, getting put back together. Paul is gained about 10 metres for the Creekers and they'll be throwing 25 out from the Eastern Devils goal. It's a very high short throw in and it's sort of knocked away in the end there by I think it might have been Ernst. Kavanagh and Ernst going in there as well and another throw in so they gained the 10 metres back the other way 10 metres around from attacking goal Ernst at the back, won the tap Muller threw her leg, Saxton came in, paddled it to the advantage of Charlotte Dillon it was in Kennedy in fact, who got on the right boot and uh, looking the wrong way there was Casey and now it'll be a free kick for Shepparding. And a little handball comes away for the Creekers. And they look to get it up towards half forward. Chochi races onto it. But the bounce just eludes her. And she spins out of a tackle. But the umpire said it was over the line out of play. Yeah, she wanted to go on and hang it the hand pass away. But the umpire said, you heard the whistle. Let's throw it back. Nice try. As right in front of our broadcast position here on girlsplayfooty.com. The ball is thrown back in. Big heave back into play. Cleared all the ruck plays. <laughs> Nearly the third one up is Chachi. Tried to throw the fist in there. Ball spilt. And coming away there is Stephanie Carroll. Put the ball in towards the middle of the ground. And if they can get it to her quick enough, and they do, they spin around with a high kick in the air by Kavanagh. It's a floating kick. Oh, the player had it and dropped it. It was an absolute sitter there. For, I think it, was, it wasn't quite Lambert. It was Ashley who tried to move it forward. Perkins is wrestling in there with Corrigan. Did Perkins well. get the hand pass out the side. Here's a shot on goal from around the corner. It's bending back. It won't by Jess Foster. It's a minor score 6-6-42 the trial by, fifth, by um, 15 points Diamond Creek 8-9-57 eight and a half minutes gone final term thanks of course to Jets Greensboro and Lorimer gee that was the opportunity it really was the opportunity and the boundary up I'm going to jump the fence to go get the ball that's always handy 
changed the rules in my day that umpires actually couldn't jump over the fence and get the ball. You actually had to wait for someone. You're still not allowed to. That didn't happen, Pete. Okay, wasn't here. See you later. <laughs> Corrigan, the restart. Goes on the right boot and goes very long, straight up the middle of the ground, and Ernst stands tall and takes the mark. Gets onto the right boot and just kicks it straight up the middle again. There's only one tactic here. Just keep going up the middle. Saxton comes through, gets a handball away. Oh, trying to outrun her opponent there was Lisa Williams. Had to give away the handball as she was tackled. And gee, I'll tell you what, she's been terrific today out here in front of Asprazali. Couldn't win that contest. Now around the outer side, a chance up towards half forward for the Devils. But the Creek has come away and switched the play through Haynes. And Haynes went right, went left, went and she sat there trying to get around her opponent there, Jess Foster. And then she, she does so by going down the middle. Moa! Flying through the air, takes a beautiful mark. And uh, caught one for a trouble. And uh, she'll get up a bit ginger, but she'll be right. She's in the centre of the ground, looking ahead. Wants some options to present. Coxon tries to offer a lead. Lovely Goes kick. in the direction. And, oh, jeez. I think it was Lambert had it and then popped out of her hands. Coming across is Williams. Oh, little scoop throw at the Haplin, whose kick is a bit of a helicopter. Close towards the boundary line. One bounce and over. It's like handy. finding touch. That was handy. Needle it. It just bounced on the right spot and will throw it in. 50 metres out from goal. 15-point lead to the Creekers. Devils attacking. Ball tossed in. Carol's moved into the ruck and gee, she's done a good job so far with Perkins back to full forward. Little snap around the corner. Came from Sarah McNamara towards the pocket. Now they try and repel here the Creekers and a good mark taken by Seacom at left half back. Gets on the right and oh, just shanks it. Bit of trouble here. Throw surely up high. Massive scoop. Hutchins comes through, says, get on my back. I'll take you home. But a poor kick inside the attacking 50. And the Creekers repel again. And here's the kick. Here comes Heel against Koika. Got the fist in there. Chochi going in the foot race. Coming after her is Hanlon. Hanlon goes over. Gets a little hand pass out. Uh, Trent was there as well. Muller got wrapped up. Got her of a hand pass though. In goes McNabara. Saxton's got her. Saxton ripped the ball straight out of her hands. Coming through is Hannah Scott like a wrecking ball. And the, ump- and the umpire's blown the whistle and said there'll be a free kick by the look of it. The creek is by how the way everyone's running and Muller just uh, in the hands of the trainers there feeling a bit worse for wear. I think she just got wrapped across the shin there. I think it's just a, more an impact than anything for Muller. Let's just hope it's a bit of a stinger and she'll be able to run that off. But either way, it's a free kick to the Creekers, and I think it's in the hands of Saxton, and uh, she is on centre wing broadcast side. Goes short with the kick to Loins, who wheels around immediately and kicks towards full forward. Pack of plus. Sibinella at the back. Three bites of the cherry. Couldn't take the mark. Scott comes through. Little handball clear, and the clearing kick is a poor one. And it's only as far as Brazali, who marks and runs towards goal, shanks it across the face. And all bouncing footy close to the line, but it was touched. It goes through for one behind. So lead out to 16 points. The equation, 13 minutes remaining. Possibly down to none on the bench, the Devils. Looks like they might have tried to put Hutchins forward. They'll need to do a lot of different things here if they're going to try and pull this one out of the fire. It'd be a miraculous win if they did. Lambert went flying through, couldn't quite pull it in. Barton lays on a tackle on their half-forward flank, but taken away out of the pack. Here's a hurry, kick in the air. Cox, it was parked underneath it. Coming through was uh, the player there in the Seacom who made the contest. Ball spill free. Dylan there as well. She can't get onto it. Barton went charging it as well. Too high, says the ump. And it's a free kick. Ainge, she just got cleaned up after being put back together again. 
And uh, a little warrior she is. She gets the hand pass off. Having to try and sell some candy is Hannah Scott. Got round her opponent. Got on the right towards the half-forward flank oh. position. Was in the chest momentarily. Now getting it back and kicking around the corner. Jess Foster. And it might find the boundary line in the forward pocket. Corrigan is there. Just kept it in. And then went back up the line. One bounce. Didn't go out. Was slapped back in the play. Interesting move there. A little hand pass back from Lambert. Got across to Scott. Straight Scott to loads it up to Perkins. Oh, she'll kick that too. I tell you, if, if Perkins kicks the goal from here, and she'll be kicking when put boots to ball 48 metres out against the boundary line, it'll bring down the house, and you'd say you couldn't ask for a bigger momentum builder. But it's a big ask. Odds, odds on, look on, but I'll tell you what, she's odds on from there. She is in front of the coaches' benches of the Devils. She's up against the boundary line. She is 48 metres out. Perkins to try and bring it back to 10 points the difference. 14 minutes gone, final term. Gets on the right. How does it look? It's to the near side. It's a point. Struck it well. 6-7-43, Eastern Devils, Diamond Creek, 18-58. And there's about 11 minutes remaining in the game. 15 points the difference. And it's all thanks to Jets, Greensboro and Lorimer. Well, this zone that the Devils are employing is an absolute rabble. They are out on their feet, mentally and physically, as we've just seen from that zone. So the clearing kick is a long, wide ball. Perkins flew, didn't really look at the footy until she turned around. And then Brazali off the right peg, kicks it to Williams, and this is when your zone really breaks down. Hutchins pursues, couldn't get there in the, in the in time. Now over the back loins, runs to 50, kicks towards goal, downfield free kick. Or where it was, downfield free kick. And this will be the game because Sibinella will have the footy <laughs> top of the goal square directly in front. Typical full forward there in Sibinella. It could have been either her or Bernardi that got the free kick. But uh, Sibinella just put the hands up straight away going, nah, my ball, my ball, <laughs> my uh, ball, I get the kick. <laughs> and I think Jochi came in to fly the flag and Hutchins said, settle down, Steph. Game's practically over after this, just relax. And bang, kicks the goal from 20 metres out directly in front. Sibinella with that gets her fourth. And uh, that blows it out now to, uh, let's have a look, 21 points, 64 to 43. Diamond Creek Sway, 15 minutes ago on this final term, and it's all thanks to Jets, Greensboro and Lorimer here at Mulgrave Reserve. Now, girls play footy match of the day, 9-10 to 6-7. So it looks like, who's that down in front of us here, Pete, that got run over? It's Saxon's ready to come back on. And... I don't know if it's loins or not. I think it is loins. Cleaned up. Just uh, breathing a little heavily. Hopefully it's not anything to do with the ribs. Let's just say it's a bit of bruising. No, it's just holding sort of a bit lower than that. Just just collapsed up over the boundary line. She's okay. She's just winded, I think. Might have to dig a hole there, Pete. (laughs) (laughs) Get the shovel out. So, it is out to 21 points. The Devils... Almost as if you want to put the cue in the rack now because you don't want to lose any more. But they still hold a glimmer of hope as Saxton goes behind the footy. Ball tapped out of the ruck towards Chochi. She just slipped over at the crucial stage. Scott's in there trying to help out. Ball just skews out of the pack. Now Muller goes in to lay the tackle on Chochi. Umpire calls for it. We'll have a bounce. Just the defensive side of the centre rings for Diamond Creek as it's tossed up. And Carroll won the tap this time. 
And so the umpire says, Shepparding, free kick to Ernst. No, it's Gretsch, in fact. Well, Lines has now got off her hands and knees and now walking uh, to the bench. Probably feeling a bit worse for wear, but hopefully something that's just minor. So Jeez, I'll tell you what, Pete, they've, they've spent some petrol tickets today, So these two sides. Gee whiz, have they spent some tickets. It's been rough and tough in there. As the ball's on the outer side and Kavanaugh takes it over the boundary line and out of bounds. So you'd suspect that she'll be a bit sore but right for the Melbourne versus Bulldogs match uh, next week yeah, at no the dramas. MCG. Get in the ice bath, no dramas. You'll be okay. So, 17 minutes gone, final turn. Ball on the outer side. Here's a clearing kick for the Devils. Long and towards the forward line. It was there. Perkins out the back. Perkins 30 metres out from goal. and puts it straight over the goal umpire's hat. There's a glimmer. It's just a slight, slight glimmer of hope. 7-7-49. That is the score of... Uh, the Eastern Devils, where for Diamond Creek, they are sitting on uh, 9 goals 10, I think. Yes, 9, 10, 64. 15 points of difference with uh, 7.5 minutes to play, thanks to Jets, Greensboro and Lorimer. Be extraordinary if they pinch it from there. I don't think they could, but uh, certainly adding a bit of respect to the scoreboard. Mind you, if the siren blew right now, my prediction of today would be spot on. Yes. Mm, just add that to your record. <laughs> I'm having a good year on the tip. Now, Best on speed. Gee, miss. Catherine Smith's kind of gone out of it in this quarter. We might have to rethink. But to be fair, of course, the only uh, tip that I did get wrong was in round two, Melbourne Union Darabin, and nobody saw that coming. Here comes the pumping of the tyres. It's back. <laughs> Ball towards centre forward for the Devils as they hang on to a bit of hope. And it comes inside the attacking 50 words. Perkins one out with Moorcroft. Oh, oh Moorcroft a timely hand, but still not out of danger. Oh, she's gone. Got the handball away. Nick of time. Now that, the, now that the creek is can clear, and it goes wide, and it's very close to the boundary line. Rosali, oh, she's nominated for uh, for possibly best on ground. Wins another 50-50. Kicks it round the outer wing, but only as far as Scott. Saxton for company, and she marks it right up back. It's game of inches, isn't it? If uh, Perkins had held her feet, she would have had the ball, and two quick ones would have made her just raise an eyebrow, and oh, she got the player in a little bump afterwards on McNamara. McNamara's 55 metres out from goal. Perkins has got space as she goes quickly. Gets the hand pass to Hutchins. Hutchins got to turn inside out. Goes, oh dear, off the side of the boot. One bounce and out. Right idea. Yeah, yeah, it was looking for in the pocket Carol. I was just wondering if she was going to try and hook it back, because Perkins had space in front of her to lead into. Oh, that's where she was going. She just missed on the kick. So, 15 points the difference. 19 and a half minutes gone, final quarter. Deep in the Devils forward line. Perkins is going to do the ruck work by the look of it. Up against Ernst. It's coming over the back, Pete. Doc Ernst brings the ball to ground. Trying to do the little shovel hand pass out there. Didn't go anywhere. Coxon holding onto it long enough. Dropped it. Got it back again. Was looking for Hutchins. Close towards the boundary line. And uh, letting it go over is Sophie Casey. And we'll have another throw in. 35 metres out from the Devils goal. 15 points the difference. So Perkins, she's been knocking over the back all day. And this time it just clears the pack anyway. And Hutchins comes in. Bursts away from a tackle. Then she was claimed. Umpire wave play on. Ball comes out wide, but it's... It's only as far as Sarah McNamara in game 100. She gets onto the right peg looking for Perkins, who couldn't quite take the mark. Ball bounces into the right foot pocket. Ooh, could have been a throw. Umpire wave play on. Corrigan comes in. Nice little ball over the top. Creek is a little fumble, but a chance to clear now on the left. Good little driving footy. And taking the mark. Koika oh, went quickly. Didn't really need to. Oh, Iron came in 100 miles an hour. Couldn't take the mark. Ball's on the centre wing. Big pack of players. Muller comes in to help out. She's burrowing away. But we'll have a bounce in the shadows. 
as the game draws to a close. Four and a half remaining, 15-point lead to the Creekers. Ernst tapped it forward. Muller goes in to pick it up. Ernst went with her. Ball on the ground. Brazali ducked her head over it. Got the hand pass looking in the Chochi direction. Saxon trying to get a hurry kick. Goes further up the field towards centre half forward. Turning inside is Bernardi. Christina Bernardi goes long towards the forward line. Over the head there is Sibonella. Ball bounces awkwardly. Spindler going with her as well. Calls for the holding. No, the umpire lets it go on. Heel. Oh, did a little bit of shepherding work but it fell for, for the little rover there for the Creekers who went towards the uh, top of the goal square. Ball is bouncing awkwardly and they'll see it through for a minor score. And uh, that moves it to a 9-11-65 for Diamond Creek. The Eastern Devils, 7-7-49, thanks to Jets, Greensboro and Lorimer. Yeah, Pete, you'd have to say today that Diamond Creek, they've won the contact today. They've just won won the contact around the footy. They've been a little bit harder at the footy. Um, they've knocked a lot of bodies, and that's been the difference. They've worn down their opponent. As the ball's kicked back into play, and Saxon takes a really nice mark. She's at left half forward. Wants to go to Sibonella and does and pops it up in front of her and a beautiful kick. And Sibonella comes out and takes the mark on the lead. She'll be 40 metres out, slight angle to seal the game. She'll be shooting at number five. Been a really good player today, Sibonella. She comes in, strikes it a little away to the right, but it's screwing back nicely. And she kicks the goal. So Beck Sibonella gets number five. And she takes the margin out to 22 points. Peter Holden's not happy because he won his 15. <laughs> but uh, the Creekers, just a little too much in the tank today. And a deserved victory coming their way. I think the positive sign for Brendan Major for the Eastern Devils, despite the loss today, is you can say, we went with Diamond Creek all the way. The only thing is we just fell foot shoulders short. You know, we just didn't have enough players on the bench at the end of the day. And whenever you run out, as you can see here in the final quarter, once you run out of those players, you just, you know, there's not much left in the tank that you can do. They tried. They almost willed their way back into the game. But in the end, just enough fit players on the bench for Diamond Creek is the difference. And uh, they will take out a comfortable victory with about two minutes remaining in this game, leading by 22 points. Ball back in the middle and it's just a uh, scrum of players. Heel is there. Ainge is logging on as well. Ernst involved and the umpire will call for the ball back. 10-11 to 7-7. That's how the scoreboard reads. Going in there, uh, Carney. Brought the ball to ground. Ainge gets all wrapped up and then thrown into the ground. And the umpire once again will call for a ball up. Of course, next week, Melbourne and the Western Bulldogs, the MCG. That game, uh, Vision on afl.com.au from 12pm on Sunday. And uh, we'll let you know if girls play footy are doing it, of course, during the week. Uh, once we hear from the AFL if we're given the go-ahead or not. Hopefully we will be, Pete. Wouldn't say why not. Been a while since we called the G. I think it was Richmond and... Uh, sorry, Coburg and Geelong about seven or eight years ago. Uh, was it? Yeah, it was that long ago. That's terrible, isn't it? That was when Channel 10 was still calling the footy, Pete. Jeez. That's just... And had I borrowed your binoculars for the day. And didn't use them. <laughs> There's a shock. Ball up towards half-forward for the Creekers. Hutchins gathers. And Len loses it. She's got about six against her. And she's the one. And so she decided to lock it up and force the bounce. And really, Pete, that's been the story of the day. It's just Diamond Creek have had more numbers around the footy and they've played the percentage as well and tactically been pretty sound. As Ainge goes and gets one in the back, the umpire is not interested in the slightest. Ball still on the outer side. Ainge still going in there. Back to Hutchins. Hutchins back to Muller. Muller on the right boot only as far as Brazali, who's secured the best on ground with that mark. 
Oops, and then slipped over. over. Oh, she lost it there, Pete. No, she's had a rip up. Goes on the right peg in search of Gretsch, who backs into her opponent. Almost couldn't... Oh, sorry, it was Loins, in fact. Then gets a little kick around the corner, searching for Sibinella. Oh, Sibinella goes back after it. Bernardi's also in there. But it's missed away to the right, just the one behind. So, 10-12-72, Diamond Creek, Eastern Devil 7-7-49. You'll have to see how you go with the theme songs. We can get it two weeks in a row after you got the Sharks last week. I don't think I've heard Diamond Creek's theme song either. It'll be a bit of fun, Pete. And the siren has sounded here at Mulgrave Reserve, and Diamond Creek have taken the chocolates, and will probably go back into the top four. 10-12-72, defeating the Eastern Devils 7-7-49. They did it the tough way. Yeah, they did, and look, it was a great game of footy in the end, Pete. It was certainly worth coming out to uh, to have a look of at these two sides who were who were up and about and are, are well and truly contenders. I think at quarter time we said um, pretty poor effort from both sides in front of goal, but uh, post quarter time, Diamond Creek kicked ten goals, five, nine goals, five. Uh, they were much better in front of goal, and I think the Eastern Devils would have probably finished up with. Oh, seven goals, seven goals, four after quarter time. So the last three quarters were really high quality. They uh, ran out of legs in the end, Eastern Devils, but, geez, they'll be back. They're, uh, they're well and truly well and truly in this competition this season. I think last week was a bit of an aberration against uh, against Darabin, 100-point losers uh, up in Wangaratta. So we know where these two sides are at now. We've got a nice little marker, um, and we know that they're well and truly in the hunt. And, of course, with Melbourne Uni, Darabin and the Sharks, it's, uh, everyone's thereabouts, which is fantastic to see with, of course, uh, VU, unfortunately, VU St Albans, unfortunately, bringing up the rear. But, uh, yeah, five really, really strong sides in, uh, in the VWFL this season in the Premier Division. And, and uh, if you look at the outs uh, for the Eastern Devils that went down today, that went straight up to the rooms, there were two cr- players that would have been crucial in the last few minutes. Murrowood as well, who was giving great rebound off the half-back. And Darcy, who, uh, when the ball was being bombed into the forward line, she would have been the type that would have been just whipping around at the feet as well. Two crucial players who would have been perfect for that final quarter. Oh, absolutely. And, and, and Carney went off the ground as well. And and uh, look, it was it was really disappointing for the Devils because they gave themselves every opportunity, and um, minus the injury, they probably would have been minus the injuries uh, plural. They probably would have been in the game come the last five ten minutes. But uh, yeah, hopefully those players they get the week off next week. Most of them. Uh, they'll be able to get themselves right and uh, get themselves up for round six. And final scores have come in from the game between uh, Melbourne Uni and St Albans Spurs. Melbourne Uni 17-13, 115, defeating the Spurs 3-2-20. So uh, a 95-point win there for the Muggers in that Premier Division match. Oh, well, good effort to get the 3-2-20. wasn't looking that good early. Final score at AH uh, uh, Cap Reserve in West Preston. It was 26 points the difference there at halftime. The final scores, Darabin Falcons 17-8-110, defeating the Sharks 6-4-40, 70-point winners. Yeah, and, and that's Darabin's go. They, uh, they can get away from you. They're a really, really classy side once they get on top. So, And we all know that's the key. You've uh, you've got to got to keep them under the pump, keep them under pressure, or else they will just get away from you in a flash. And you know, that's what a lot of the Devils supporters said to me uh, at halftime. They said, "Yeah, we, we had a good first ten, then they kicked two or three goals, and that was pretty much it. And then it was a hundred points." 
And of course, the song being sung just there, you may have heard just in the background. They, they the stay ground. on the ground, which they usually do. But you know what the one thing is? They do the old, it's a grand old flag, it's a high flying flag, but they get the lyrics wrong. They do the old for you and for me. It's for me and for you. Because it rhymes with blue when you sing the song. For me and for you? Yeah, it's for me and for you. That's what they sing. And I think Norwood, I think, is another side that does the you and for me routine. I don't know why they do it. But that's my little soapbox of the day. <laughs> no, no, they'll kill me for that. They'll kill me for that. As Sarah McNamara has actually been uh, carried off the ground now for 100 games today, a um, superb effort. Um, and she was tall right through to the end as well. Just couldn't, wouldn't uh, get her side over the line because, again, they just didn't have really the fit players on the bench with them all dropping down like flies. A tough uh, ask for them today, going down by 23 points. See how you go there with the number 12. Uh, and, of course, that was uh, Lauren Brazali who... Uh, uh, of course, uh, was sensational in the um, uh, in the 23-point picture. I think she even got a goal herself. If I check my goal kickers uh, sheet today, she did. In fact, the goal kickers for you for Diamond Creek it was five to Sibanella, it was two to Bernardi, and singles to Cat Smith, Steph uh, Chachi, and Lauren Brazali. And uh, for the Eastern Devils, two to Heal, singles to Perkins, Casey, Jess Foster, and uh, Jamie Lambert. As uh, as we wait for Dan Hill to uh, grab our player, who will, of course, be winning the uh, $50 Rebel Sport voucher as our uh, player of the day today in what uh, was a big win for Diamond Creek. 23 points. It was nine points difference at three-quarter time. We're on the edge of our seats, but just with enough fit players, they uh, got over the line. 10-12-72 to 7-7-49. The next uh, VWFL Premier Division match we'll be covering is around six and two weeks' time, and uh, we have not made a decision yet if it'll be Diamond Creek, Darabin, or if it'll be Melbourne Uni versus uh, the Eastern Devils. Uh, we'll be holding a poll online um, on our Facebook page uh, in about a week's time and therefore you'll be able to vote for which game we should do. And the winner has got the most votes. We'll uh, head out to uh, that game and uh, cover it. Both are going to be uh, ripping contests and uh, we'll obviously re- be relying upon your vote. And uh, Dan, she hasn't run away from you, has she? That, that would be... Uh, well, Surely not. No, I, I, she must have got into the rooms before you were looking. Oh, it was it was quick. I think she knew she got best on ground. So uh, you'll have to see if you can uh, go grab her or grab Oh, no, no, she's on her way. Oh, excellent, excellent. I've got my contacts, Pete. You've got the contacts. You've worked it out. Thank you very much. But uh, she was uh, sensational today, which which really was hard to, to find the best on ground because there were there were winners all over the park. And uh, as we said, Marwood was definitely in it for the Eastern Devils until she went down with that injury. Oh, absolutely, Pete. And at the end of the day, you just give it to whoever had leather, leather poisoning. And I think... Uh Lauren Brazal had some leather poisoning for probably second and third quarter. I tell you, one who missed out as well. She was fantastic in the first quarter, but then I think they put the tag on her and she faded away in the last three quarters. Was Jessica Trent? Yeah, she uh, look, Pete. It's uh, it's hard to sustain the amount of ball Jess Trent was getting, and it wasn't. It was ball that she was getting after running a good, you know, yeah. two hundred meters up, back, around, mm. getting the footy. She was uh, sort of always that. Uh, in the right part of the zone where you had to work across, mark, kick, follow up. Yeah. There was so much work going into it. Uh, she was off the ground for a lot of the third quarter, I think just in recovery mode, oh, effectively. Geez, yeah. So uh, lots of rotations for the Devils. And, and then as we saw, as soon as they lost their uh, lost their bench, the rotations went out of the game. And that was basically all she wrote. 
Indeed, and uh, as we wait for her to uh, come to the uh, commentary box, I, I think the good thing to see is at least uh, besides that little uh, bit winded and a bit sore for Katie Lyons, but she came back on the last couple of minutes as those players who uh, will be taking part in the AFL game uh, on next weekend have all seemed to have come through unscathed. Yeah, I think uh, that was probably the only major concern. I think uh, Lauren Moorcroft got one on the hand at one point, but uh, I think she'll be okay. So, yeah, look, a good day for for all those concerned that are playing next week. It'd be nothing worse than going down. And if you went down a couple of rounds out, obviously you'd be spewing, but nothing worse than the week before. So, yeah, it's uh, it's good to see all those players come through the game. They all played relatively well, which is also a good sign. So uh, we'll get to see them next week out on the G on a Sunday afternoon. And that should be uh, intriguing. Of course, don't forget, if you go through the Melbourne Football Club website, you can get your tickets, and that will allow you to see the men's match as well for just 15 bucks, so you can get a good discount on that. Or, of course, uh, available uh, for $50 is the post-match function tickets, which you'll be able to uh, get. They're limited, they're limited to a certain number, so if you get in quick via the Melbourne Football Club website, that allows you to go to the official post-match function, nibblies, drinks, and to be able to mingle with the players as well after the women's match. During the senior game, or after? Uh, during the senior game. Okay, very good. So it's a good setup. So uh, I might have to uh, whip out the credit card again and uh, atone for a couple of tickets there. I was going to say we'll, we'll be there, Pete. No doubt. Better that all come our way into it. Hello to someone will get us. Hello to Debbie Lee or Anna Harrington if you're listening. Contacts. <laughs> yes, Did you say uh, contact? Lisa Cato. Hello, Lisa. <laughs> no anyone there? <laughs> but uh, of course, uh, if you want to do uh, purchase a ticket for that, fifty dollars, and they're available via the Melbourne Football Club uh, website. And make sure you uh, get onto that. Of course, we're just waiting for Lauren Brazzali to uh, come out, our player of the day, which will be uh, chatting like to... clock's ticking. All oh, that 50's going to me, Pete. <laughs> Are we putting a time limit on it now? Or, or is it jackpot next week? Well, we actually want to have the $50 voucher next week, regardless of the AFL game or not. So, uh, budget restraints. Budget and restraints. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> Thank you. And it'll be back for round six, of course, uh, whenever we do the, either the Diamond Creek Darabin or Melbourne Uni versus uh, Eastern Devils game, which, of course, will be uh, judged by uh, those at home via our respective uh, Facebook page. So make sure that you do vote. But we'll have the poll up at least sometime in about a week and a half away as we lead the days no, into those games. the poll will be starting today. Oh, you're starting it today. Yes. Starting it today, you can have as many votes... At, well, you can only vote once on a Facebook... I, I think so. I've, I've got to figure out how to set it up first. Yeah, you will, mate. You and your technology. I mean, you're getting us to air, for God's sake. Surely you can suss out a Facebook uh, voting setup. Mate, if not, maybe it, I could come to the party this, for once. This broadcast is literally put together with a hamster. It's virtually got the wheel. The hamster's just going around, and that hamster dies. We're stuffed. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's still kicking, so it's safe. <laughs> Somehow we're getting to air. But um, uh, as you we said earlier, 70-point winners, the Durban Falcons, over the St Kilda Sharks in the Premier Division match, and uh, big 95-point winners, the Muggers, over to the Spurs. So to say we got the close one, bit of an understatement. Oh, absolutely, Pete. Uh, it's It was a great game today, and as I said, we were always going to learn a lot about these two sides today, and I think we take plenty away from this afternoon. And both of these sides are well and truly in the hunt, which is fantastic to see for the competition. Well, they've created great pressure, but I still think there's a bit of a gap to go to catch up to the Darabins. But mind you, as we said, we've only gone through the first circuit of three throughout the competition. We've only done one through to five. There's still two more lots to go. And, of course, as we've seen today, whoever has uh, the most fit bodies left on the park wins. Oh, absolutely. And, And that's going to come into it. How many games can you get into players? How many... 
knocks can they take late in the season? Um, it's going to be a big factor come finals time and how many you can get it on the park and how many you can keep fit, as you said. So, And how you can back up when you're not, when you haven't got those players that are fit and, you, mm. and they get knocked down. I mean, we saw today that uh, basically as soon as one went down for the Eastern Devils, that was that broke the link and then mm. two, three was just absolutely no no hope from back there. But uh, and even though Ainge managed to get back onto the ground, the problem is when she's off for those few minutes where you've got to make sure, okay, you're right, you're physically okay, you've got to check it over. And that, particularly when you don't have your normal players on the bench, means, okay, you throw Coxon on who would normally go into a four pocket or something like that, and you've got to tell her for the moment, go down half back until we try and figure this out. Exactly, and it throws people out of position. And look, at the end of the day, it's probably not a bad time of the season to get a bit of experience out of position as well. So... Um, yeah, it was just, as you say, it was one of those days where they had to uh, had to make a few changes and had to make a few forced changes, and you're right. I mean, Coxon was called half-back once or twice and probably out of the comfort zone, but, uh, but yeah, that's, that's something that they're going to have to deal with because they're going to have to throw players around because it, it looks as though, Pete, with the amount of contact and the amount of physicality from both Diamond Creek, Melbourne Uni, uh, also Darabin thrown in there, you're playing those sides every second week effectively, you're going to get whacked and you're going to have to make sure you keep getting up or else come the end of the year you're only going to have 12 players left and there's no point being in the finals. Uh, the key question is, uh, you suggested the move of Brittany Gretsch to go into the ruck and it happened during the second quarter. How do you think it worked? Oh, I think it worked well. Um, there was no real match-up for her uh, in the forward line and she moved into the ruck and I think it gave Ernst a nice rest. Mm-hmm. Um, and also they tried to counteract it by putting Perkins into the ruck. So... Uh, obviously that's the Devils so it, it forced a few changes from the Devils I think as a coach if you can force that you've always uh, you've had a bit of a win for the day Well talking uh, about uh, better players um, her player agent and Tanya Hetherington managed to go grab her <laughs> she's on the big court at the moment she, she's getting 20% of nothing I believe so you know she's on a good ticket um, joining us is uh, the Lauren Brazali here in the culture box now before we talk anything further have we got your surname correct? Yes Brazali Brazali it's, take, it's taken about four rounds in, but we've finally got it right. Laura, congratulations on, uh, no doubt, a, a pretty sore game today, and you'll be waking up tomorrow feeling a few aches and pains. Oh, most definitely. There was a fair few hard blocks out there, and it was a tough game. Now, a bit of leather poisoning, Lauren, today. You, you had a fair bit of it out there. It just kept coming to you, didn't it? Yeah, it did. Oh, those, it's a big ground, so it was pretty easy out there on the wing. There was a lot of space to do what you wanted. Yeah. As we're talking a few different things tried today, even Brittany Gretsch being thrown into the ruck. Yeah, Gretchy out there having a big run. She's so good anywhere we put her, so why not put her in the ruck? Give Doc a bit of a rest. Now, you guys this season, it's been a little up and down. Did you feel like you were starting to ease into your work today and get a bit more comfortable? Definitely. It's been, well, having Brad down to the club is so good and so new for us all, so we're all still learning the way he wants us to play. So it's, it's hard, but it's really good. Like, I feel like we're getting, finding our feet a little bit more, which is good. And with the likes of uh, well, Tanya being down, uh, Shay as well, how important is it to have someone like a Christina Bernardi now available back in your team? Oh, so important. We've got six of our key players out at the moment. So it's, yeah, so good that Bernardi could come back in when she did and she's killed it ever since she came back. What was it, six goals last, last week? Last week, yeah. Yeah, so she's been doing so well. Another two this week just to add to the yeah, tally. exactly, just to add to the tally. And so dangerous down there as well. And, I mean, Bexie Vanella had five today. Oh. You just pipped her for best on. Yeah. <laughs> You've done enough, but I think you kicked it to her once or twice. It's yeah, the, you, the big hands. You just put it out in front you, and just let it go. You can't stop it. You float it up in there and you know that she's going to get it. So she makes it pretty easy when you're kicking it in there from the wing. 
And, and I guess probably the, the luckiest thing of the day and the only thing we could separate the two sides at the end is you just seem to have enough fit players on the bench compared to them, which I think they virtually had nobody left at the yeah, end. Yeah, I saw a few of their players go off sore and injured, so I thought, oh, we might uh, might have a little bit of a advantage here. Actually, we had a few more that were still fit to play, so it was good. We rotate every fair few minutes, so we're able to stay fresh. I think I said at three-quarter time, I came into the huddle and it was very calm. I was almost concerned about how calm it was. <laughs> that's obviously Brad's ethos. He just keeps it Yeah, nice we like level. to stay just cool, calm and collected and then just bring out all our emotions onto the field. Very good. Well, Laura, very good. before we let you go, you, of course, are the player of the day today. You get the $50 oh. Rebel Sport Thank voucher. Congratulations. Um, enjoy. the cures the leather poisoning. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, enjoy the week off because for you, uh, I guess you're going to the MCG just to sit back in the crowd and watch Chotch yeah, and the rest do their exactly. stuff. Exactly. I'll just be watching them out there, so it'll be good. Uh, and and Feel free to heckle at any stage. Any of your, any of your Diamond Creek teammates are out there. I'm better than you. <laughs> I just oh. remind them that you should be out there come the game on Etihad Stadium in August. Oh, yeah. It's going to be a good game. So excited to watch. Lauren, congratulations. Enjoy the rest of the day. Thank you very much. Thank you. Lauren Brazalio, uh, player of the day here, winning the $50 Rebel Sport voucher on uh, girlsplayfooty.com. Have a hot shower. Enjoy it. And uh, and spend wisely with that $50 Rebel Sport voucher for our player of the day. And as we wrap up, uh, Dan... Uh, a worthy winner, and as she said, she's going to be waking up a bit sore in the morning after that tough contest. Oh, absolutely, Pete. As I said, the contact today, uh, you hear some of it from yeah. from up here in the box. Um, yeah, it was one of those games that was always always going to come down to the run in the legs and also the, the bodies around the contest. And, mm-hmm. and today, the Diamond Creek were first the ball most of the time, and when they weren't, the tackles were hard. They were fair. But they were hard and they were fair. And, that, and that's where, that's the next level for the Eastern Devils. That's that's that mm. next rung. They're, they're there, but that's the next 1% is winning the contact and knowing the contact is coming and then being able to control yourself in the contact rather than just getting ragdolled out the side of packs or bumped off the footy or what have you. Uh, and that's what will take them to the next level. And they'll get used to that as they mm. play the better sides throughout the year. And they are one of the better sides. Yeah. So... It's it's good that Melbourne Uni are thereabouts, that the Sharks are thereabouts. You've got that that mm. competition out on the ground every week, so you can you can uh, grow into your work. And as Lauren said, there, Diamond Creek is starting to to get into their work now and starting to get used to the new coaching style and. Everything seems to be flowing beautifully for this VWFL season so far. And I guess the encouraging thing for the Devils as well is when Perkins win the Rock to see Keel at full forward was an exciting, explosive leads that she was offering as well. And you just look at that thinking, unfortunately, one or two shots she had on goal before she got the 25-metre penalty were from about 50 metres out. If you can think, if they can just get in that little bit deeper and that little bit quicker, all of a sudden... Once you've got Carney in the rack, you might have a two-pronged forward line and Hill and Perkins there. And if you can get space, and this is always a difficult thing in women's football, to actually have space to work with, that can be very dangerous. Absolutely. And, and I think we saw that today of the, I think it was 19 goals kicked today yeah. or thereabouts. Um, whenever there was space, 17, 17 goals. 17. Whenever there was space, there was probably 15 of those goals. Mm. It was it was when there was open forward lines. It was when there was danger balls going in there. A couple of chaos balls. You, you don't want yeah, a chaos yeah. ball every now and again. It, uh, it, it was, and with the plus one, that's what's going to yeah. happen. It was a very tactical game today. Um, I would definitely encourage any of the other four teams in the competition or the three finals contenders, when these two sides play each other again, come down and watch and watch the way they use the plus one because if you can break the plus one down, you'll beat these sides pretty comfortably because the plus one today for both sides really, really stood up. And when they broke that down, 
and got the ball in relatively quickly and cleared the plus one's head, that was where most of the goals came from. So I'll be interested come round six. Uh, I don't think Diamond Creek will do it against Darabin. They'll try and go head-to-head. Mm. But I think Eastern Devils will plus one against Melbourne Uni. And I'll be very, very interested to see who Melbourne Uni's plus one is. And if I can give them a tip, make it Lou Stevenson and you'll win the game. Just to give them a tip. <laughs> a tip courtesy of Daniel Hill. Daniel, thank you very much for joining us here on GirlsPlayFooty.com. We look forward to your company again, at least definitely for the next VWFL Premier Division round, um, which whoever we do in two weeks' time. And hopefully, Get voting. And hopefully next Who week... Who are you going to vote for, Pete? Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lean the way... I think Melbourne Uni Eastern Devils. No, I'm going Diamond Creek, Darabin. It, so it's a tough call. It, it is, is generally a it's tough a 50, call. It's a 50-50. Have uh, to get on and vote. Yep, indeed. Everyone get on there and start voting. And hopefully, cross Girls fingers. Girlsplayfooty.com Facebook page. Yep, that's what we'll have during the week. And, and cross fingers, we are hopefully doing Melbourne and the Western Bulldogs. We're waiting to hopefully hear back on Monday from the AFL to say yay or nay. Yes, very good. Uh, it'll be up on the, as you say, up on the website during the week. And we'll just make sure that... Uh, then we'll have plenty of interviews running into the game. The podcast will be up as usual, Peter yep. Holden. And uh, I'll probably be harassing coaches and players on the Friday and Saturday trying to grab a bunch of interviews there as well and maybe have a Sunday morning podcast. Let's see how we go with that. Very good, mate. It's been a fantastic day at the office. I think it's time for me to buy you a beer. Or a few, for that matter. <laughs> I'm Peter Holden. On behalf of everyone here at GirlsPlayFooty.com, it's been a pleasure having your company. Until we join you again, whether it be next week or two weeks from now, it's been a pleasure having your company. You stay safe, and it's bye for now.